0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang.
1: And that's you. For
0: being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce wayne This is New world order. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly. The Notorious One, new, 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 a.k.a. New Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the Prognosticator Coach Adamus. And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF, that is Every Woman's Fantasy, and the whole effing show. Mr. Third Leg Greg is back, also known as the Unbinder, the CEO rope of Fixes Binds XLLC. We also have the, Mor- the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix. None other than Gregorio Greybeard, the, com- the, chocolatey- the chocolatey Confucius, the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, the guy that they call, Timothy, George Truly, C.G.A. La, And the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We are back. And this is the best show, man. This is great. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. And we're going to get on with today's show. We're going to talk about this one toxic trait. Maybe more toxic than a woman with a high body count. I know a lot of y'all young ninjas, ninjas are always worried about a, 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 a woman with a high body count. All right, And then you'll even say, uh, well, that body count is very high and it'll be a low body count. But I'm going to tell you about this toxic trait. We're going to have a young man that discloses what toxic trait might be even worse than a woman with a high body count? Indeed, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, the chocolate and Viking. Wow, somebody asked, how old is that uh, commercial? The intro that you see here where I said I'm going to have a little bit of inspiration. We're going to count these victories. All right, we're going to say something. That video was my original intro on YouTube. That was my first intro on YouTube. And that was 2018. We're going on six years ago. But really, it was made somewhere in the late part of 2018. So, five and a half years old video. All right. One of my first videos as the Coach Greg Adams. All right. So, anyway, man. To do me a favor, hit the like button on this stream. And to contribute to today's show, Dollar Sign, the notorious CGA on the Cash App. Vimbo. Coach Vimbo. Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on new, 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 new the Notorious CGA channel. All right, man, we got a great show for you lined up. We got stra- no doom and gloom. Well, there'll be doom and gloom within the show, but there will be no doom and gloom segment, but there's going to be Straggle and sniggle Theater. We got it lined up. We also have always, wait a minute. I I see I had something else set up here. We have another segment here that I can't tell what it is. We have wishes and witches, ambitious, witches, ambitious. We have, they must be ready to obey or they're ready to obey. Jeezy speaks out in avoiding this toxic trait. So buckle your seatbelt for the best edutainment here on YouTube. 665 million people watching me live at the moment and let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show i wonder what this mystery topic is all right hold up for a second let me let me let me take this down um okay all right that's what it is all right my producer my producer says that's the topic all right anyway let's get into the earlier contributors to the day show Albert Wesker says, Spotify gang starving. All right, Monday show's not on there. You know, I realized that. I realized that.
1: Yeah, that brother's starving.
0: I realized that after the day. Uh, What happened was, what had happened was, I had a new bed delivered to my house. And, of course, I was waiting for the delivery, getting my room prepared. And then, of course, when the bed came, the box spring didn't fit. All right. Then I was rushing into the evening show as they were trying to shuffle to get all of that ready. Then um, I had to sleep on the couch last night. And then I was sitting there thinking, what happened? I didn't even put my I didn't even put my show on Spotify. Yeah, man, it was a mess of an afternoon. Yeah, man. Anyway, that's what happened. Was it Monday shows? Okay, Monday shows didn't get on. Yeah, something happened. Daniel McGee says, best part of the day, sniggling at my maintenance job. Shout out to you for doing that, brother, in the building. All right, what are we doing here? And I, Oh, I, I should not forget the 113 million people watching on the Notorious CGA channel. Indeed. Shout out to Jabari says, I saw a video about females being happier than males in Japan. They say males in Japan are is male-dominated. Okay, all right. He says, "What are your thoughts on that?" Well, Japan is known to have a culture of male utility as well, so men tend to put their nose down, grind. You know what I mean? Work. You know, they they tend to have that culture. Women tend to have that culture as well, going into the new Japan order, if you will. And um, you know, Japan definitely is a it's a it's a new society, but it's definitely. I would say people think people think of Japan in a certain way. I always say Japan is a new, very new version of what America is today. So what what it is, is they have a corporate culture, but that wasn't always their culture. In other words, men are too busy grinding and all of that stuff. And so it possibly might make them a little bit more uh, prone to be feeling down about themselves as a male utility. All right. That's kind of what it is right there. All right, anyway. All right, and shout out to the people in Japan over there. I heard they don't have a lot of intercourse, right? Uh, Intercourse is not a priority over there. But I'll go over there and take a couple of them ladies off your hands, ladies, if you guys need to get third leg Greg going over there in Japan. That's right up my alley, by the way. Right up my alley. Well, I got a few here, but uh, anyway. (laughs) All right, anyway. Shout out to DJ Berserk YouTube asking me if this channel is informative or useful after I subscribe to all of your channels For from the King of Kings, CGA, see God Allah, all right? Uh, they're doing a little survey, all right? They're doing a little survey. I don't know what they plan on doing. They're, I don't know. Does everybody get that message? I'm not sure. All right, Stephen Weiss, CGA just got offered a job with a huge pay bump. I'll start reading better as the show goes on. I'm still warming up. He says, I just got a job offer with a huge pay bump. Life is going well. Just left Raleigh this morning back to D.C. And I can't wait to put in my notice. Ex-wife is down bad. And I just gave her $300. All right. Uh, I don't give man. Okay. You're a good man, Steven. Yeah, you're hooking your ex-wife up uh, for $300. And you didn't get no puss. Good Lord. You didn't get nothing from it? Why are you helping your ex-wife out? <laughs> all right. Ex-wife, hey, when she divorced you, she was on her own. How many men uh, have ex-wives that they help out, that they give money to? Anybody? Anybody support? Because I do I, I, I have a lot of hate watchers. All right. I have a lot of hate watchers. They strategically don't comment that much during the live chat. They might watch the playback, or what will happen is they'll do a combination of trying to, uh, um, as I'm logging off, they'll try to put their comment in after the show, (laughs) all right? And so a lot of people don't really comment here. They kind of just watch, and then they'll comment in the comment section after the show is over. It's kind of weird, but uh, do anybody uh, help their exes out? All right, that's a hell no for me, all right, but listen. Uh, yeah, he says, I support my daughter. All right, do you give the daughter? To, how old is your daughter? I mean, do you give your daughter the money or to the mama? All right, I, not me. <laughs> Somebody said she did to me. I would never put money in my ex's hand. I mean, unless it's, you know, child support, but I would never give her directly the child support money. I'll give it directly to child support before I give it to her. All right, but uh, anyway, it's a weird, I, I kind of have a, yeah, no. <laughs> All right, it depends on how you treat an ex. Exes, it's really dependent on how you treat your ex. But for me, you know what I mean? Like this guy's supportive, but I think he has a young daughter. So that might be what it is. If you have a young daughter, you know what I mean? You got to put the money in the, in the ex-wife's hands. All right, but now nah, I'm of the opinion of, <laughs> he said, you a better man. Oh, no. no, nope. she gave a chick of mine, but not keep an ex of mine, but not keep a dime. That's kind of how I look at it. All right. She needs help. She needs help. Man, I wouldn't give her. As I tell you, man, there's some people on this earth that I wouldn't, if they was on fire, I wouldn't piss the fire out. But that's just me. Private investigator taking notes like, damn, this ninja cold, just like the middle of the winter. All right. Now you get Nathan for me. (laughs) You get Nathan for me. Hey, man, that's just how I work. Hey, man, look. Shout-out to Steven, though, and congratulations on your big job increase. We'll give it to you. Shout-out to you. (laughs) The women are like, you guys are reprehensible and toxic. This is crazy. Okay, ladies. Ladies, I know you're watching me. Do you help your ex out? (laughs) All right, now let's talk about it. Do you help your ex out? Because the question is, I do have a question for the people because all my haters ain't into the stream yet. They're not here yet, or they're watching the playback. I'll ask you something later. All right, do you help your ex out? How do you And if you help your ex out, how do you help your ex? I want to I know. Because women will be like, I surely would help my ex anytime, okay? Um Let's say it's today. How would you help? Mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> all right, they don't help Nathan. All right, shout out to your boy poor man. Says, I messed up my chat a few days ago. He says, for that feminist wanting to eat grapes naked all day. He says, without a husband, that will only lead to a grape. Oh, man, that's crazy. That's a good point. That That, that is a good point. And Bob says, Juco is kind of legal in Japan. It's a gray area. I actually talked about that. All right, showed you videos of, of women in Japan saying, oh, if, it's, if he's buying it, I don't care. <laughs> it's a gray area, and it's somewhat part of the culture for a long time. So in Japan, you know, you can, get, you can get some punani over there and just go home to your wife and don't say something. All right, yeah, you should be like, yeah, I was down touching on another woman this afternoon. She meant nothing to me. Justin O. He says, "Hit the Korean JUCO bottom, made me muffin the next day. Maybe muffins the next day. Okay, I'm at, listen. I'm warming up. Sorry, Justin. You says you hit the JUCO Koreans bottom, and she made you muffins the next day. Shout out to her, man. I'm telling you, man. There's something to be said. I had me a Korean little ling ling. She's she's cool. She's cool. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah." Uh, ninjas is getting royal treatment all of a sudden. Juco 69 says, I'm addicted to Straggle Punani coach. HEP. Mm. Yeah, ninjas like straggles. Well, straggles are for sale, Ninja. I don't know. All right, shout out to Preston. Okay, he says too. Let me go back to the first one. Can you speak on wives being busy with everything except you? But nothing's possibly. Nothing's possible without you. Okay. All right. I'll try. I'll try. I can can read it first. Can you speak on wives being busy with everything? You guys got to understand the chats are separated and the words aren't actually spelled accurately because of a limited capacity. So I try to have to make sense of it on the fly. So a wife that's busy with everything, but not you. But nothing's possible without you. Okay, so you're married. You're married and miserable. <laughs> I've been so busy. You know, uh, women get very busy once they become stable. This is what we have to understand. Once they, when they're not stable, they very much, they're not very busy. But yeah, being a wife is uh, definitely time consuming. And uh, what will tend to happen is they'll get very active and busy. They got stability. And uh, husbands move down the priority list. Husbands move down the priority list. If you, when you get married, gentlemen, I'm just want to let you guys know, you youngins. Okay, when you get married, you move down the priority list. You come after the dog, the dog, the sick dog, the dog shitting all over the place, the dog throwing up. You come after the kids. You come after her job and her boss. You will move down her friends going to brunch. Her family, whatever they do, if she has a large family, whatever family gatherings they have, whatever, um, whatever you know, the, the nephew is turning one years old, you got to go to the party. You move down the priority list. If she's in school getting an education, okay, this is the, you move down the priority list. The cats, the birds, the lizard, the hamster, the gerbil, okay, All right. Then her own maintenance. If she wants to sleep in a hyperbaric chamber to cure her concussion, Uh, if she wants to get hair, nails, did. Your church, if she's in the church and she's an active volunteer in the church, the PTA, you move all the way, you all the way down here, Ninja. I'm just letting you know. And this is the standard stock uh, factory issued marriage organization chart. You are down at the bottom, okay? Mm. You down here. (laughs) The gerbil. We call him a gerbil over here. The gerbil getting more love than you, Ninja. She going to be like, oh, you gonna be driving somewhere? She going to be like, oh, we got to go to our one-year nephew's uh, birthday party. We got to stop and get him a gift at Party City. Hurry up, honey, hurry up. She gets all the kids in, you helping, putting the car seats together. All right, she put her hair and makeup on. She curled her hair. All right, y'all all dressed. You got your Dockers on and your little button-up shirt. You're like, all right, we look good. Family picture, all right. You get in the car, y'all driving to the nephew's party. And then all of a sudden, she'll be like, oh, oh, oh man. Oh, man, you're like, what, honey? You, got, you forgot to suck me off? What, homie? what, honey? You forgot to give me that? You forgot to let me clap them cheeks before we left? She's like, no, not that. Not that. I forgot to put food out for the gerbil. <laughs> and you're like, are you're really worried about that little gerbil? You're really worried about that little gerbil? You were supposed to suck me off before we went so I can relax a little bit when I go to this goofy-ass nephew's party. You're worried about leaving food out for the gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> you're like... Well, I see where I am on the totem pole of importance. Man, that gerbil's going to die. They don't have their lettuce and carrots out. I forgot to put water out for the gerbil. Oh, Jesus. Just. Mm. (laughs) You You become dead ass last. And of course, when you come home from the birthday party, she worn out. The kids done pissed her off. You done pissed her off because you didn't help bring the kids in, and you didn't help carry the stuff. She come in with them heels clicking. Click, 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 click. She falls out on the couch. Kids, get in the bed. All right, Milky Cookies is warming up. All right, get in the bed. Brush your teeth. All right, comb your hair. Put your pajamas on. And then it's a riot trying to get the kids to sleep. You all exhausted. All right, she's like, honey, I know I'm going to take care of you just for a second here. Just help with the kids. Just help me. Just help. Would you get Timothy's pajamas on? You always never help. All right. You thought you was going to get some pussy from your wife. And now she pissed off because she exhausted from the party. One of her relatives pissed her off. One of the sisters talked shit about her. So she in her feelings. She feeling bloated. All right. She hungry, hangry, horny. At the same time, peace leave just been boiling all day. <laughs> all right, she running to feed the gerbil. All right, let me see the gerbil. All right, the gerbil's still alive. All right, the heartbeat is all. All right, did all, right. all of a sudden, honey. Uh, you think you can suck me off like you were supposed to do this morning? She like,
1: I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing.
0: Now she got diarrhea. she's sitting on the toilet just <laughs> fart just. <laughs> and you sitting there waiting in the bed with your boxer shorts and your tank top and your black shirt socks and she in the toilet just blowing up the bathroom just (laughs) (laughs) You you sitting there like damn is this the life is this the life that I asked for? Anyway, let me stop. Mm. <laughs> all right, let me stop. Hey, listen, if you've been married, put a what in the chat if you've had a day like that. If you've had a weekend, if you've been married, now what I described doesn't happen all the time, but if you've been married. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? <laughs> If you've been married, press a one in the chat. If you've been there, done that. If you've been there, done that. Just let these ninjas know. (laughs) Ah. Oh, my goodness. Yo. (laughs) The women in here are like, oh, my goodness. All right, stop, man. I'm riffing, man. Let me get back to the show, man. Look, we got a major, major announcement right here. Wow. Wow. We got a five-time private investigator going crazy right now. Private investigator, listen up. All right, I got five. I'm going to ring it five times. All right, two more. All right, here we go. Last one. My brother, Steven ampersand is in the building with a five-time five ringer. He says, Coach, five years ago, I was a six-figure ninja until I became disabled with no feeling in my arms and legs. My ex told me that she shouldn't have to settle since she got her PhD after 20 years of marriage. Now I am fully recovered, and she did Biden. Oh, my goodness. Hit her and hit you with the Reverend X.
2: I don't give a fuck what you think,
3: bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller.
0: There she goes. And she did Biden. She probably is in a major bind with that PhD. Yikes. Shout out to you and thank you, brother. Wow. I'm <laughs> red, Steven did. So you <laughs> didn't have to today, man. For the men who could not, Steven hit you over the head with it good lord have mercy we gonna give them a major major victory for a lot of reasons shout out to you for recovering from your disability shout out to you for recovering from leaving your feminist your feminist got the boot she went out on her own and i'm sure rent do out here for her due, motherfucker. shout out to you man hey yo shout out to you all right yeah Shout out to you, man. Hey, man, thank you for uh, y'all acknowledging the scenarios that I bring up in here, brother. Shout out to you. These scenarios that I tell you are scenarios that, that they add up over time, right? They add up. These are the memorable scenarios that a man experiences in relationships. Do they happen every day? No. Do they happen every week? No. But sometimes your wives get preoccupied with life. And sex is one of these things that seems like it takes a short amount of time. You're like, it's only going to take 15 minutes. What the hell? Come on, let me hop on it. Um, and then what will happen is there, it takes longer than that. There's the lead up. There's the relaxation. You don't want her tense. There's the intimacy. There's a lot. So she adds all of that up. She wants the foreplay. She wants to be relaxed and all of these things. And sometimes her life becomes preoccupied. Sometimes she does this to avoid intimacy. Right. So she'll act like she's very busy to avoid intimacy. Sometimes she does it to compete against you. Sometimes she's just busy and you're busy as well. So in marriages, we always try to tell men, I always try to tell men, you know, that haven't experienced marriage. You are you think you're going to get a lot of intimacy. You're going to get less intimacy as you go along in your marriage. I mean, there's exceptions to the rule. You're going to jerk off more than you probably jerked off when you're single. These are things that people won't talk about. They, they refuse to have these conversations. I've been telling you that this, man. You're going to jerk off. You're going to, you know, uh, the, women, the women who don't prioritize their husband, you're creating a dangerous scenario. The scenario is you're sending that man out, and there's women out here, and he has to make a conscious effort not to be with these women on a daily basis, not to violate his commitment to his family and, and his wife. And when you don't put attention there, you're playing a dangerous game. That guy is only human. He going to want to bang on something. He going to want to bang on something after a while. He, he already really wants to bang on something. But now you pushing them out there to do it. And being busy is more like you're being preoccupied to not do this. Most of the time they don't want to do it. This is another thing that I try to um, try to tell men. Your wife doesn't want to have sex with you every time she does. Sometimes she does because she sees you pouting around for three days. She's like, damn. He pouting again. Oh man. All right. I bet I better give him some. And she'll do it. She'll do it. She ain't enthusiastic about it. She's just kind of like, let's get this over with. Come on, come on. Um, and and guys that I know never been married, that they, they I could tell they never been married because they are like, oh, you just ain't hitting it right. Guys, wives do care about getting hit right. But most wives don't marry husbands for good intimacy. These are things I'm trying to get you guys to understand. This is women don't marry wives. I mean, sorry, women don't get married because the salami is good, <laughs> right? That is not why women get married. The, the men they choose to marry are opposite. They, they, they don't like salami not the priority. It's just part of it. <laughs> Somebody says right here, can't relate to this. There's some things you talk about. Are you married? I mean, listen, are you married? So maybe you haven't been married. I'm not sure if you can't relate. Is he, you can't relate because you're not married? A lot of women marry men other than for the intimacy. Intimacy is the reward. It's the bonus. You marry women for intimacy, <laughs> okay? They don't marry men for intimacy, it would be nice, but they don't. They want a wallet. They want stability, protection, provision, kids, DNA. All right? That's you. Those things are a higher priority than getting their back blown out. Getting their back blown out is somewhere in the middle to down on the list. Now, you as a man, it's probably one or two. It's probably one or two. Priority one or two. You guys are going to fool yourself. You guys are going to fool yourself in trying to do this more likely than not. And the data backs this up. But more likely than not, you guys are going to experience this. (laughs) Right? Anyway, listen. You guys are going to experience this. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. Uh, Where are we at here? Yep, they're getting married for other than that. Like, you're one or two. I want to screw my wife every day. I can almost guarantee, I can almost guarantee that it is not one or two for them. <laughs> I can guarantee that it's almost not one or two on the priority list. Even if she loves you, it is not one or two. It's somewhere like six or seven. Maybe a lot of them, as the marriage goes on, ten or eleven. I can guarantee. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's get into this straggle and sniggle theater. All right, this is a good transition. Ready and go. Right. Ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like five fifty five. stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Straggle and sniggle theater is back. Hey, do you guys know the guy? Uh the guy says 33 single no kids. Okay. Man, hold on for a second. Let me let me stop the show. Let me stop the show. This guy's been around for a long time. <laughs> he literally said I can't relate as a disagreement. And then he says he's 33 single no kids. Well, listen, Ninja, don't waste your breath. <laughs> There's other were you disagreeing with me? I just can't understand. Sometimes you're, you perplex me. Were you disagreeing? Were you saying I wasn't right? You were just saying you can't relate. Okay, all right, let's get back to them. straggling sniggle theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like five fifty the get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. All right, straggling sniggle theater. Let's get back to the show here. <laughs> So you were agreeing. Just listen. Say, oh, I understand, Coach. All right, let's get back to it here. and Negro Theater. Uh, what's the guy's name? This comedian here. I can't remember his name. Bill Burr. Bill Burr had a fantastic segment that I want to play for you, and the segment has been put together with uh, some historical video. Oh, that's the, wrong, that's the wrong segment. Oh, you know what? I did have a problem earlier in my stream uh, with uh, recognition of the browser which was completely weird. Let me see what's going on here. All right, I don't know what's going on here. I must have shared the wrong browser. I don't know what I was doing, but we'll do it live. All right, let me see if I can pop it up. Yeah, man, you know what happened when the show came on? When the show, wow, I can see something's going on weird on my browsers here. Before we came, oh, I found it. Before we signed on, my browser crashed. And I was like, what's going on? So we're going to play it and see if we can adjust live. Bill Burr had a segment about John Lennon and Yoko Ono. And he did this on his show, which he was a classic podcast giving Red Pill information about marriage. He ended up getting married, Bill Burr, which was weird because he was very much anti-married. Then he married somewhat of a liberal feminist woman. And Bill Burr is a white comedian, but he married a kind of a liberal feminist black female, which is weird. And anyway, he did a fantastic segment on John Lennon and Yoko Ono, right? And so the, the segment eventually was saying that John Lennon was so sprung on Yoko Ono that he let her get away with murder. He let her get away with murder or let her get, get away with anything. So listen to this segment. It's a classic, but a lot of men are pussy whipped like this, Alright? A lot of men are pussy whipped like this. So, Find yourself, even John Lennon could be a big old goofy ass simp, and this is simping. So let's take you to the video here, hopefully I don't get censored, but here we go.
1: This fucking video, it's John Lennon is singing with Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry is probably one of the main reasons why John Lennon Lennon ever picked up a guitar. So now he's on TV, he gets to play with his idol. They're playing uh, Chuck Berry's hit Memphis, okay, John Lennon's got Yoko in his fucking band they're in the middle of singing this song on television and they're killing it it's going great yoko's playing some stupid fucking drum and even though she has no fucking talent whatsoever he's putting her in the fucking band just so she'll so shut the fuck up and stop <laughs> nagging him because all right
0: and so th- th- he's describing a perfect scenario here this is the perfect storm these are two musicians two well-known regarded musicians the beatles Definitely learned from the earlier pioneers of rock and roll uh, and, and music, um, you know, like Chuck Berry and many of the people, Little Richard and all of the people in the back in the blues days and all these people here. But John Lennon is whipped on Yoko Ono for some reason or another. And everybody knew that this was a toxic relationship. But Yoko Ono basically holding John Lennon. It's hostage. She must suck some off very good right here. And so you got a classic moment with two stars, two icons. And you have the band, and you got Yoko Ono back there, which is his wife, smashing against this drum. Now, it gets even funnier here, man. We got to let him tell a story now. So now the scenario's set up so you know.
1: He's too much of a fucking pussy to tell her that she has no talent. All right? The only reason why you're here, Yoko, is because you're sucking my dick. All right? No, you can't play the bongos. But anyway, she's up there playing the bongos. Right? So John Lennon, Chuck Berry, two of the greats of all time, harmonizing, singing this hit from the nineteen fifties. That's what this moment's about. And Yoko in the middle of it can't handle that she's not getting any shine. She takes the fucking microphone out of the stand, starts playing the bongo, and as they're singing, you know, go, go, Johnny, go, whatever. She picks up the mic and I swear to God goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some fucking crazy shit. And you see Chuck Berry's eyes? Fucking open as wide as they are and, and it's that it's that fucking look. Dude, you ever have like a buddy of yours and he's 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 dating some fucking psycho but he's in love with her, so you can't fucking say anything and you're just sitting there waiting for the fucking lightning bolt to hit your friend in the head where he finally realizes that he's dating a psycho cunt. Chuck Berry had that look on his face. Dude, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. She, yeah, yeah, that's what the fuck she did. And Chuck Berry's like, what the fuck? And it's kind of like, John, that's your woman. Get her in line. And John Lennon does not even fucking... He doesn't even blink. He just, he just keeps playing. And then she does it again later on in that song. And then you look at all the other musicians. And they, they just keep playing the song like Yoko isn't even fucking there. And uh, I actually get infuriated when I watch this video. The fact that John didn't just stop playing in that moment. And what he should have done was dressed her down... Right there. Yes, I like, find you want to have a fucking moment, this is your moment. If you ever fucking do that again, I will slap you so fucking hard in the head, your eyes are going to look like mine. Do you understand me? You play that fucking bongo and you shut your face. You look like that bitch who crawled out of the fucking well. All
0: right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> man. All right, man. Chuck Berry was like, man, who in the hell is this back here? This is crazy, but a lot of guys get caught up in these scenarios, and you don't see it, and John Lennon chooses to. He got a toxic situation. He can't let her go. You're looking at it from the outside in, and you're like, bruh, man, get some frame. What is going on? So it doesn't matter if you are famous, rich, rock star, poor. You can get caught simping like this. This is Major League 100% simping. Bill Burr was definitely not having it. (laughs) <laughs> all right he was not having it but then just get caught up like this all right it happens to everybody all right speaking of giving money to your ex let's take you to this scene right here on straggle what's niggle theater this man ex needs help. hello hello
4: yeah what you
5: doing you nothing
4: know, just got dressed trying to find something to do what's up can you can me you for my I can't cash out to you. I don't got no cash. I can pull up on you though. I got cash. I really want you to cash out. No, way. don't even worry about it. I'm already dressed. I'm here now. I'll just stop on the on my way out. Thank you so much. You know you're a lifesaver, right? Come on, man. That's little shit, man. I told you. Matter what's going on between us, whether we good or not, like I always got you. What you got for me? Uh-uh. No. This why I wanted you to cash out me. Cause we agreed that we wasn't doing that. Oh, no, I didn't agree to shit. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You said that, that you wasn't going to be on that. I didn't say that I wasn't going to be on yes, that. You, so how much is the rent? It's 1500 Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We might as well go on. I might as well turn this off. We need to go in the house because we. I need some room for you to work this <laughs> off. All right.
0: Okay. All right. So what you see here is Steven. <laughs> Steven, this is what we were talking about earlier. Your ex is in a bind. She needs some. I'm in a bind. Mate. Your ex needs some help. She calls the other guy. She calls the ex and says, I need some help. He said, go on. Okay, I can give you some help, but I need to fix this your bind.
2: Your rent's due, motherfucker.
0: Alright, and she don't want to she don't want to pay up. Now he gonna have to offer her a little bit more of a cause she's like just cash at me. You wanna come over there with the cash?
4: No, cause he's in there. Who the hell is he? My man. What is I'm paying a rent for? Do I look like a goofy to you? Oh my god. I must got goddamn goofy on top of my phone What are you paying? He he helping a little bit. I need more though. His ass need to do more. Oh my god! You just had me drive all the way over here to bring you some money, and you got a whole other man in the house. No, no, I did not have you drive all the way over here for me. I told you to cash out, me. I don't got cash out. I got real money. Cash out is for begging motherfuckers like you and your boy in there. Do you right. know you out here asking me for money? No, he, he don't. don't? No. He about to find out. Hey, bring your That's ass you. out! Oh no! Playing no. No. with me. You got to get me caught up. He ain't that turning on the lights. Well, shit, no, you shit. need to call him and tell him to look. No, turn him on. no, no. Because no. 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 he not paying nothing. Where did he turn the lights on? No, you turn do- that motherfucking oh. light. Is he going to give me what I want? Not, no. Go, oh, no. God, I hate this shit, bro. Oh. All I want is a little pussy pussy. I hate this shit. Oh. You made me want to fucking
5: kill him.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, man oh look at this this is a despicable display all right don't go out like that gentlemen this is what happens when you try to pay your ex and try to get get your meat fix at the same time (laughs) hey hey. oh what is this all right man listen let me stop the video let me stop the video he trying to really get his meat fixed come on man he's starving yeah that
1: brother's starving all right
0: chill out man chill out (laughs) chill out brother Slow down! I didn't see the rest of the skit, man. Why are you begging for a little piece of pe? Hey, man, that's why you don't give. That's why you don't give your ex no money. And here's the thing, <laughs> he says another. General- hey, this is the other thing about it. And I said this the other day. You guys gotta watch out for women that you're helping that have other men in their life, and that's another issue here. You're trying to help them, you helping your ex, and she's sucking off another dude. Oh, hell no. Nah. Mm-hmm. All right, nah, nah, nah. She got another dude living with her and you helping your ex-wife. Oh, hell nah. Or your ex-girlfriend. Oh, hell nah. This ninja out here trying to get his meat fixed. All right, let me see what happened here. I don't know if I can play it. He taking off his clothes. He tried to get his meat fixed and all that. Oh, my goodness. All right, he didn't get his meat fixed, I don't think. Yeah. (laughs) He need to slow it down. Hey,
2: yo, chill, son.
0: And, and the funny thing, says, just go to the JUCO. That's what I don't understand. The JUCO is right there. Everybody knows you can go get your beef fixed. Everybody good. Send them home. You don't got to beg nobody out here today. Guys, you don't have to beg nobody. All right, let's take you back to these streets out here. These streets are getting cold. Streets. Look at this young woman right here. Whose future wife is this? All right, man, somebody's future wife is acting up out here. She out at the club. She outside. And she's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving.
1: only
4: reason why I came here was to see some motherfucking wiener. Some pee pee.
6: Who the fuck has a penis? Right now. Like everybody whip it out. Any wiener is good wiener. Any wiener is good wiener unless no, it's crooked. No. Unless it's crooked. Wiener is wiener. Matter like, you know what, I love coochie. And they'll fuck anybody. So why the fuck is it not Pee-Pee?
0: Oh. Yeah,
1: that brother's starving.
0: Man. Mm. Boy, these women out here, man, and shout out to the chin right here, Jay Leno's daughter. they out here, man, wanting a whole day on the dark side out here. what I tell you about what I tell you about these young girls, boy, they out here horny starving <laughs> all right, they out here trying to get busy too, man, and they out here trying to make a little bit of change by giving some ninjas some strange. What is she out here, man? Is she a whole four or five? You know, she's decent only because she's young. Once she ages, she's going to look like a witch with that chin and that nose. It's, it's going to meet in the middle. It's going to start move, her nose and her chin going to start moving towards her mouth. All right. And then it's going to look like
4: <laughs>
0: it's going to look like a witch. Trust me. When she's like 40, she's going to start look like a witch. Don't let her grow a on her nose. She looks only decent now because she's young. She has light eyes. All right. But anyway that's neither here nor there uh they out here starving man apologies for the early um curse words in these videos today i didn't realize all of these videos had so many curse words in there apologies all right but anyway speaking of boy man this is gonna be this is not a family show this morning and apparently let's take you to this guy right here whose grandpappy is this you
4: with all those colors and everything wow and the boobs? <laughs> you a piece of work. What's wrong with the boobs? Nothing. I like to suck on them.
6: Oh my God. Get them out of my house. Let's go, Mr.
5: Ashton.
4: Can't suck on them?
6: No. Her Why would you not suck like on that? my kids?
4: Oh, Because they look lovely there and they're very tempting. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Your, so her, her husband's going to get you. Fuck him. Oh. I'd like to fuck her. Oh. <laughs> no, you can't. Ooh. With, with you, a, you're gonna have a heart attack. With an ass like that, it's a good way to go.
0: Oh my! Oh, the humanity. Man, these old ninjas never stop. Man, these. Mm. <laughs> I, hey, man, I'm here to tell you, gentlemen. I'm here to tell you out here, gentlemen. Damn daddy. What you guys think? Because you're 20, you're the only one that want to have sex out here, man. You will never stop wanting some punani. I'ma just you're never going to stop wanting to bang on something hey, Daddy. and the thing is he probably can't even bang on it but what did i tell you the other day he got fingers he got lips he got a tongue he can lay in between them legs he got he got him he got a he got a uh he got an imagination
5: Damn, Daddy. all right
0: he out here running game on him and uh did you notice it was a black woman Them black women be nurses Uh, That's what nurses have to deal with. You know, they be like, oh, I work with old people. They be getting sexually harassed all day. All right. (laughs) They be getting sexually harassed all day. This nigga said, I might not be able to walk, but I can lie down. Mm. Just because you're old doesn't mean it's over. All right. (laughs) He's like the Riz King. Grandpa, he was like, man, let me tell you a little bit something. I can put it on you right now. I can still put it on you, grandpapa. All right, calm down, man. It ain't that bad out here. Just cuz you old don't mean you can't do nothing out here, man. You can do a you can have a whole scene without even popping it in there. All right, you can touch on everything. You can suck on some. You got a mouth, a tongue, fingers. You can make it happen. And if you get some Niagara, but nurses be getting just I can only imagine, man. And black women, y'all, y'all been doing this for a long time with these old white men, by the way. This is just
4: I got money. They right at
0: home. They right at home with it. <laughs> All right. He was nothing less than a gentleman. He he didn't he was nice about it. He was nice about it. He says when I get old, I'm gonna say whatever the f I want to. Facts. I already do that now. Ladies, just imagine in about 10 years. I'm gonna really be bad. He says, no time to waste on small talk. He was like, mm, look at you, baby. Oh, you, and you have to say he was a gentleman with it. And she was the one acting all rowdy. He was like, girl, do you realize I can put hands on hips? I can put some hands on that hip. She, he said, are you a freshman at the university? no no you look like a freshman (laughs) yeah that's essentially what he said he was like hey i can i can put hands on hips and mouths on places man this is incredible all right straggle and sniggle theater rolls on we got a straggle it looks like a straggle that did biden all right she got same thing to say let's see what she has two income household can't afford groceries can't wait to hear this
6: um i just want to say that it's fucking wild that as a two-income household my husband and i have come to the realization we can't afford groceries right now like just straight up can't afford groceries because if we buy groceries then we either won't be able to pay our rent or our electric bill because both of those come out of this pay cycle and they will take the entire pay cycle um i just i just that's just that's fucking bonkers that's so fucking wild and we Have two incomes and we cannot afford to eat and we don't even have kids it's literally just the two of us and we can't afford to eat with two incomes that is just but i mean i guess you know that means we won't have to wash dishes because our dishwasher is still broken as it has been for two months at the place that we pay so much in rent you know wild Um
0: okay let me stop it right here see listen (laughs) i know the economy's bad but this is bullshit Because number one, I know you spent mad money on antidepressants. Mm. I know you spent mad money on therapy. I'm just looking at you. You got five piercings in five different regions. So you spent money on that. You also spent money on your tattoos. And I can damn for sure know you spent money at the dispensary. Mm. I can damn sure know you got weed. All pounds of weed. pounds. You smoked up pounds of weed. I'm just letting you know right now. And how's your hair dyed? This is bullshit. (laughs) Probably working part time. Are you joking? I mean, are you joking, man? Please clarify. What do you mean? You can't buy food. All right. Let me see what else you bought. All right. This is absolute. And yep. Dog and cat food. I know you got three dogs and two cats. All right. You're screaming pet mom to me. This is ridiculous. All right. I'm tired of these people running out here. Talking about it's bad out here. Well, we can't buy food, but be smoking dope all day, drinking. All right, come on. Sitting up there popping pills, mad pills from your therapist. This is a joke. This is a, where, where do you work at? Where do you drop fries? This is a disgrace. I mean, these people are out here. A typical Northwestern loser. All right, just say you're a loser. All right, we're tired of you just trying to join in the conversation and trying to make everybody feel bad. Please, this is a disgrace, man. <laughs> Look, let's get your priorities straight, first of all, before you come out here and bet. What two income you talking about? Damn dope fiends out here. This is a disgrace. All right, straggle, pure, unadulterated straggle. Last one, straggle and sniggle theater. Uh, we have a gentleman that uh, is a married gentleman and, You know, the type of married man that doesn't want to come home right away. He doesn't want to come home right away. And uh, his wife doesn't understand why he leaves work and doesn't want to come home to spend time with her. All right, spend time with her. Here we go. And it's a skit. Yes. He makes these couples make good skits.
6: Come home from wherever he goes and he'll just sit in the car for like 30 minutes. Doing breathing exercises. I see you, motherfucker.
0: And it's a lot of cursing today.
6: Like, what the hell are you doing in there?
2: I'm preparing for the stress.
6: <laughs> you don't think I'm stressed?
2: Cool. You be stressed on your own, I'll be stressed on my own. Why, why are we trying to unite our
1: stresses like some infinity rings? This is how I prepare.
6: How do I prepare?
1: How do you prepare? You, I don't know, you go around yelling at people and grabbing balls, I don't care. Oh. This is how I prepare, and I'm not hurting anybody. I'm sitting in my car listening
3: to Joe Rogan. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and that's just 30 minutes that I see with my own eyes. I don't know what he's doing around town all day. I don't, he'll come home from wherever he goes yeah. and he'll just sit in the car for like 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of, there's some married guys that do this. There's some married guys that do this. Number one, they do it to decompress, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's been a hard day at work. Uh, he knows what he's walking into. She looks like the top of woman that is very, you know, this is a skip, but, you know, she does look like the typical woman that, what's wrong with me? And what, what, you know, spying, nosy, you know what I mean? Asking you 50 questions, going nowhere, look. She, she looked like the type of Latina that'll cut you. Got to cut you. She definitely got that. I'll cut you spirit all in your business, asking you 20 questions. Don't trust you bossy. You know what I mean? And just, yeah, a lot of guys can probably relate to this type of relationship. And this is why it's funny. And it got the kind of interaction that, that it has 44,000 likes, plenty of comments. And uh, just listening to her tone and her voice, I determined that she is the source of the stress. Most people don't realize that your woman is the source of your stress. If you think about the things that you have to do on a daily basis, you go to work, you come home, most of the time, you know, you expect stress from work, right? You expect it. You actually put up with it. But then when you come home, you're like, oh, geez. And this is what men have to go through a lot of times. Women don't really understand that because if he's honest with her, then she'll get her feelings hurt and it will be much, much worse. And uh, this also the type of woman that probably is not in a sexist marriage. She probably overwhelmingly probably begs him for intimacy, right? Mm. So it can be both ways. This is the type of woman, and she built like a sex machine. This one right here. She built like a sex machine. All right, yeah. You can see it in her eyes. She got hungry eyes. She a sex machine. So she probably begging him. She probably just being a complete succubus. All right, nagging, nagging, nagging. And she's like, give me mine. Give me mine. Give me trying to get her meat. She, like, tried to fix his meat. He like, I just, like, got time for all this stuff. All right, yep. Uh, anyway, and she probably drained his soul. She a pure succubus. That's, that's what a succubus looks like. He's sitting there like, oh. <laughs> all right, crazy out there. All right, anyway, that's another one. That's Drago, was a nickel theater.
3: All right with me, you slide with me if you feel like 550 can get high with me. That's a deal, right?
0: Yeah, nagging is not good. Nag nagging is never good. If you're with a nagging woman, it is never good. I, I don't know why women do this. Maybe they're doing it to sabotage, but a woman that nags their man, the guy's gonna lose all attraction to the woman nagging is never good but then the women be like but i wouldn't nag if i will always just be saying i would say i'd rather not have you than to deal with any source of nagging all right this is crazy this is crazy all right let me get to these uh contributions here shout out to moose hefner going back over here nagging is mental abuse it is moose hefner says coach i just ordered my business cards And it says my occupation is the bind fixer out here. All right. Shout out to the bind fixers out here. The bind fixers. (laughs) The bind fixers. All day, every day. (laughs) Juco for life. All right. Oh, no, government aim is back in here. What do you have to say, coach? Have you considered adding a church organ sound? When you are in the Deacon Clap Cheeks character, you have me rolling with that guy, Peace, Quiet, and Freedom. I actually have thought about adding a church organ to my to my sound effect although I always consider some men in the manosphere they do have certain uh gimmicks a certain things they're known about known for and I don't want to be considered stealing it all right like people do you know people get very sensitive about it and so minister Jap has a church organ and he's known for the church church check-in shout out to minister Jap so I don't want to be seen as infringing on people's branding and uh, image and likeness. So, but I have to figure it out. There's a fine line because ninjas get real sensitive over stuff like that. They get sensitive. Mr. Andrew Grove says, coach, that Kaylee from yesterday's live talking about how great her ex-husband, wait, who did it all but just didn't give her the Chad vibe was me and my old life. Suburban white guys suffer in silence. He says, you are right again. She's not broke, sloppy, and poor. Or sorry, she's now broke, sloppy, and poor. And we out here winning. Free agent lifestyle is the only answer, Coach Gang, for life.
5: For, 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 life, for life.
0: Man, that is true. Uh, brothers, uh, brothers are always, you know, talk about the red pill. But here's the deal. Suburban white men, what what brothers suffer from toxic ghetto. Strags, suburban white men suffer a plight that is much greater. It is much greater. I mean, people don't realize this. In fact, if you think about what we talk about, the red pill, MGTOW, Ibn Moore, um, going your own way, passport bros, in a sense, we've always been somewhat single And in the last 40 years, we've always been kind of single in a way. We've never really had authority and control and been able to oppress our women at the extent you would see in the suburbs. But what suburban men see on a daily basis, when you talk about Passport Bros, MGTOWs and all these things, they do these things in silence. However, they cannot broadcast it in their communities. They would be ostracized. The reason why MGTOW was such a big deal, it was not for black men. It was for white men. People were shocked at the amount of white men that were going their own way because that is not what you do in the Matrix. See, Andrew Tate is somewhat represents mostly that he kind of he's a black guy. He's half black, but he represents kind of white European. That's kind of how he his is. Thus, when he talks about the Matrix, he's talking about that Matrix. But suburban white women are toxic on another level. Their toxicity is out of control. And trust me, I lived around them. I know it. It is wild. The amount of passive aggressive attacks. The amount of passive aggressive attacks that men in the suburbs have to put up with. <laughs> She's a little powder keg, isn't she a little bullet? Ha 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 darling you're a pure whip (laughs) the amount of manipulation the amount of family intervention and and gaslighting and the amount of shit talking and backbiting you know because let me tell you they will be they will be all up in your house (laughs) They will be all up in your house eating Thanksgiving dinner, smiling in your face with a glass of wine, with the piano all in the background. And they will be throwing eye darts, up and down looks, shunning you, and at the same time, smiling in your motherfucking face. Oh, hi, John. Hi, Karen. Good to see you again. How's your family? How's the fam? The fam's good, John. Thank you. How's your family? And, bitch, they, they already didn't talk plenty cure, pure cash shit on you. They didn't talk cash shit. Everybody knows what everybody's family doing. And then they be acting like, how's your family? The family's gone. are you doing well at your job? Knowing you about to get laid off. throwing you just just stabbing you. Thousands of cuts. Just, how's your business going? How's the business? They know how the business is going. Somebody done told them about how the business is going, and they just go, how's the business? Still doing good? Smiling and shit, just like this. Still going great? Good, I'm glad it is. You know, I've heard good things about you. Just, (laughs) just, just. Just stabbing you, cutting you, just cutting you from the passive, super aggressive. Now, and and, and they be nosy all in your business, all in your, how much is he really making? Family members borrowing hundreds of thousands of dollars from each other. (laughs) Mm. I heard your husband had to borrow $10,000 from father. Father, did you let him borrow $50,000 to get out of his gambling debts? I mean, in the hood, ninjas would be fighting and scrapping already. People would have pulled out the skinny pop-pop. What? Are you all up in my business? Plap, plap, plap. Right? Mm. So, these guys, and then this ninja just can't divorce the bitch and tell her and keep her in check. Bitch, you better listen to me. Get back. You know what I mean? And make her. That's all dead. It's all dead. Boy, they got to just do dick. and I, I've seen suburban households where the guy was the king. He was the king of the castle. He had a business. He created all of this. They got chandeliers, grand piano. All right. They got a park, They got a garage full of toys. He got ATVs. He got lawnmowers, SUVs, Porsche for the weekend. And they be throwing this ninja under the bus in his own house in his own house just straight disrespecting the ninja and he just sitting over on the couch watching the football game on thanksgiving just knowing they in the kitchen just cat 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 cat, cat, cat. <laughs> you'd be like "Woo! yep 15 foot christmas tree they got four christmas trees and he paying for everything And they straight throwing his ass under the bus. (laughs) You're just like, wow. Y'all ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen nothing what happens in these suburbs in the upper class. You ain't seen nothing. It is unbelievable, man. And if you so much as raise your mouth in there, the whole family, the whole family tree going to turn you upside down. Meanwhile, the wife been The wife been just throwing this ninja under the bus for like 10, 20, 30 years. You can't walk out. You can't leave. You can't say, man, kiss my ass. I'm going MGTOW. You can't do none of that. You stuck. (laughs) Mm. You stuck. You can't just be like, man, I'm just be out here at the junior college fornicating. Yeah, they've been out going to Thailand for a long time. But they don't never cut no videos about it. (laughs) They never cut no videos. All right, they keep that shit on the low. shh. You can't tell me I'm out here with my little leanlings. Anyway. Anyway, look. Hit the like button in the building, man. Let's get about 300 more people. Let's get about 300 more likes, 300 more viewers in here. All right. They can't be like, I'll passport, bro. All right. They have to keep that shit on the low. All right. Anyway. Because if he gets divorced, he might have to get the skitty pop pop. All right, shout out to Jacob says, Coach, I know you went over this before, but how much do kids really cost? My coach, my co-worker's daughter just turned 18, and she's trying to set me up with her, but says she wants kids soon. She's a Latina. Okay, so she want to pop out kids. Uh, Latina and 18, she's a little late to the party. I mean, no, I'm just joking. Right? She's right on time. How much do kids really cost? Lots of money. Kids aren't free. I just want to remind you guys, Legacy Ninjas be like, but I want a legacy. I want to have kids. Kids are not free, guys. There's nothing free out here. Kids are very expensive. And even if you're paying child support, I'm going to disagree with a lot of women who have kids, but you guys are mostly toxic mom. Child support does not cover enough for what kids cover. And they do not get cheaper over time. They get more expensive as they age. Now, you'll buy less things, but the things that children want as they age into adolescence and teens and preteens, the things that they want, one singular item, is very expensive. Okay, So their wants and needs are expensive. If you have multiple kids, you're talking about a million-dollar debt. A million-dollar debt. So the statrist, the tradist, wait, the statistical number that is often thrown out is from year zero to seventeen. A child is supposedly going to cost or cost the state three hundred thousand dollars or better, three hundred and twenty-five. As inflation goes up, we're looking at three fifty. Now people are going to say it doesn't cost that much to raise a kid. Yeah, because you're on welfare. You never pay the full cost of what it costs to be uh, uh, to to raise a kid. All right, being on welfare will give you a false sense of identity on how much it costs to raise a kid, because you're on child support. You really don't know what a kid costs. All right, you cutting corners. You not allowing your kid to fully thrive out here because you saying we don't need all that. So you never really have the full cost of. You're like, I haven't paid $300,000. Of course you haven't, you you deadbeat-ass parent. You on welfare, you joker. Ninja the daddy, government zaddy paying for that. <clears throat> All right, anyway. All right, anyway. And also, yeah, they on Section 8. So also, here's the reality right here. For the people who think the $300,000 sounds a lot, just understand this. That's for the bare minimum for children. That's sending your kids to public school, not having very many extracurricular activities, just the standard Boys and Girls Club YMCA. Now, for the parents that do more private school tutors two family household privilege, you know, you take vacations. You know, some of y'all been in families, y'all probably can't even remember a vacation you took, right? Your entire childhood, you never took a vacation. No, no, no. You took a trip, (laughs) okay? You might have took a trip, and the trip probably was like a family reunion. That's not a vacation. A trip and a vacation are two different things. So you took a trip. You probably drove from Denver to Atlanta to go to a family reunion or some shit like that. That don't count. And a station wagon in the back, that's not a vacation. That's a trip to see your family. All right, but... But when it comes down to it, we talking about vacations, tutors, violin lessons. You know what I mean. You're you're investing SAT prep, tennis, extracurricular, multiple sports. Oh, kid, you don't have to play all these sports because you can't afford it. The reason why you're telling your kid to accept less is because you can't afford it, not because you don't you don't want them to do it. But the parents that actually do it and let their kid have a childhood, it costs way more than $324,000. You talking about $500,000, $600,000. Them kids get expensive. <laughs> here we go right here. Yep, only trip you take with your family is to go to funerals. All right, yeah, I took a trip. We went to Denver one time. Why? What you was doing there? Yeah, we went to a, a my, my grandpappy's funeral. Now, oh, man, that ain't no <laughs> vacation. So once you go above and beyond, yep, uh, coding camps, science camps, equipment, lacrosse, tennis, football, basketball, college. Man, this shit is—they—they they million dollar debts. <laughs> AAU tournament, seven oh seven football, UCLA sports camp, UCLA reading camp. Okay, now so the three hundred and twenty thousand dollars is bare minimum. Bare minimum. All right, this is, not the, this is not the standard going rate. And most people don't cover their true cost of kids. They don't cover it at all. They cut corners and shit like this. Or they let the government pay for it. All right, that's what they do. So that they might not understand that that's the true cost. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to Brea and, and parents. Let me just say to you parents out here, you guys have given your kids less because you got less Now, you're going to say, well, I didn't want to spoil my kid. Bullshit. The reason why you gave your kid less was not to spoil them and teach them. You gave them less because you couldn't give them more. That's why you gave them less. I don't want to hear shit about spoiling them. and I don't want to hear shit about kids end up turning spoiled later and they're not happy and all that shit. That's irrelevant. You chose to do it because you couldn't do. Period. Not because you didn't want them to do it. Not because you didn't want them to be spoiled. Not because they wouldn't be better or happier or not happier. You did it because you couldn't do and you refused to do. And so you gave your kids less because your ass couldn't do. Period. Period. Mm. (laughs) Parents, stop with that bullshit. Most parents failed your kids. Parents, you failed your kids because you're selfish asses. That's why. (laughs) All right, anyway. And so now we got Gen Z running around here. Cuckoo for cocoa Puffs. We did it to ourselves. Anyway. Mm. Most of you parents ruined your kids to get back at your ex. This is a disgrace. And I'm tired of these people out here. You aim low and hit. You chose to be in the position you were. You chose to fucking create kids. And then you gave them less because of you. Not because you were looking out for their best interest. Mm. (laughs) All right. And then you want to cry racism and sexism and all of this. This is absolute garbage and filth. It's a disgrace. No, it ain't racism. And it's two parent And selfish-ass parents. That's what it is. All right. (laughs) Anyway, Brayon, he says, greetings, coach. I currently am reading my Bible at the moment, and I just wanted to donate. After I just started reading my Bible a couple of weeks ago, it seems like God's word perfectly and gives perfect instructions on how a man should deal with a woman. It is in there. It is in there. It is 100% in there. 100% 100% all right it is not the things that we're telling you the things that we're telling you it's in the Bible the Bible's in there all right shout out to Michael R. coach I think I just had an epiphany hypergamy for women and choosing a mate is like testosterone for men and sex yeah they can't control it it's hardwired back in tribal and small villages they would get the best man they could and knew he was the best so marriage worked now there's so many options, and the man you're with, that the best at, wait, that, that's the best at one thing is the worst in others. Okay, wait. Man, you're with, <clears throat> sorry, I don't understand that part. But he says, guitar player versus athlete, hypergamy for them is always on now, and they can't handle it. And so you're true. Yeah, that's Hypergamy is hardwired. Testosterone is hardwired. Men can't understand hypergamy in women. Women can't understand why men want to touch on every woman they see, and this is the majority of men, not all. Some men have high amounts of testosterone. Some men have low testosterone. Some men that have low testosterone will say, I don't have the need to touch on every woman I see. And then let me see your testosterone numbers. It's probably 275. A man with a high amount of testosterone, a bull, he going to want to poke on something all the time, all right? He got a testosterone number in the thousands, <laughs> right? Mm. So then you'll come in here and say, well, coach, I don't want to cheat. Um, I'm sorry. Pull your, high, pull your testosterone numbers down, all right? Let me see your shit. Let me see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 290. That's what I thought, you bitch. Mm. All right, come on. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> all right, and then you got these goofy ass, goofy-ass glasses on. All right, ninja, stop. You got low testosterone. It's okay. Same thing with hypergamy. Some women's hypergamy is just off the charts. Some women got low hypergamy and good realism, right? They're realistic. So anyway, testosterone is the drug. It's the power drug. In fact, if you right now, if you right now, and I actually know this about older women, especially older suburban women. They take testosterone and estrogen. They take a combination. They take uh, what they call HRT. All right, and they do this to age and stay fit and lean. And if you ever see an older, leaner white woman, she on either HGH or HRT. I mean, it's, she's on drugs. <laughs> she's on drugs. If she's fit, <clears throat> you ever see them, right? And you see her, she does a little bit. She be doing like some step yoga and shit. She do a little bit of this, and I be doing push ups, and I be in the gym. She be with the, she be with the eight pound dumbbell. If you ever see her, they be on T R T and they be on H G H and HRT. Now, when they put these women on testosterone, this is how powerful testosterone is. When they put these women, they be forty, late forties and fifties. When they put them on testosterone, they be super horny. They be horny like they ain't never, I've never been like this. They don't even know. They they don't even have a clue what's going on. They don't even have a clue. Why? Because they're giving just a small amount. The amount that they give them, the amount that they give them is equivalent to some of these goofy peon tippy toe ass men. Right, you know, a beta male. They give them the beta male equivalent of testosterone. (laughs) And they be horny like crazy. Just a beta male. They give them like, they give them like less than 200. They give them like between 50 and 100. And they be horny as hell. They don't know what to do. They be on cougar time. (laughs) Yep. Now you at 260 want to tell me you don't want to touch on something. You don't want to put hands on hips. When they can give a little bit, just a little bit to a woman and she go crazy. They'd be trying to taper down. They'd be like, oh, man, I can't handle all this. <laughs> so this is what you have to understand about the power of testosterone. That's when women understand, but obviously it's too late. She's in her 40s or 50. Yeah, they give her like 50. They give her like 50. And she going crazy. <laughs> and there's men walking around with 850. 850, 1,000 all day. There's men, there's young men that are 15, 16, 17. They own 1,000 plus testosterone every day. Mm. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) They give them that Boyce Watkins dosage. You are crazy. All right, but that's how powerful testosterone is. That's how powerful it is. And for hypergamy, that's how powerful hypergamy is. We live in a time where women have choice. There was a time in place before the 1890s that they didn't have as much choice. So we didn't have a, as much of the bullshit, right? We don't, have, we don't have hypergamy running rampant. We don't have metropolises. Metropolises are new. New York City's population in 1890 was barely over, well, 18, 1880 was barely over 100,000. All right. We always think of numbers of populations in the past with high numbers. There weren't that many slaves. There weren't that many people. All right, There weren't that many people in the South. There weren't that many slaves. We think that there was a million slaves. All right, Two million slaves, like we could see two million black folks today. No, our numbers went up exponentially after the 1900s. All right. Not everything was as what you see. it. You're thinking Atlanta. You're like, damn, there was all these ninjas with slaves? Not really. No, because... There was just a small population of people. Similarly, dating, when there's a small population of people, you don't have the bullshit. Another reason, and I know this show is off the rails. Another thing, transportation opened up and kind of made hypergamy go crazy. Transportation changed the game. Then technology changed the game for women. It actually made hypergamy go crazy because before she was on a horse and carriage, she had to get on a horse. First of all, she had to be let out the house and allowed to be on a horse. She actually had to be able to go through a horse and uh, go on a horse and not be scared. Travel days and weeks by herself to go get some salami, to go find the better option. She couldn't do that. They couldn't do that. They weren't allowed to do that. She had to go through the ninjas, the wild forest, Indians, Mm. (laughs) the dark five-day trips in the middle of the night, sleep in the carriage in the middle of nowhere, then all of a sudden she hears, all right, Mm. (laughs) then the Indians shoot up her damn cage, so these are the things that never happen. Then you had the automobile. That kind of helped, but you had to be able to afford it. Ford took care of that. Then you had the airplane. You still had to afford a ticket. Yep, there was bears and wolves and coyotes and snakes. She wasn't going to go out there. But now car, plane, technology. This shit just expanded the ability to reach them metropolises. Now a woman can go out and go find out the mate. There's always a better possible mate out there. Before, there wasn't that great of a possibility. The possibilities were not endless. They were limited. So this is where you would, uh, now I can fly abroad in. I can fly her in. Come on, get on the plane. She could get on the plane by herself. She don't even tell her father. (laughs) Yep, train. She can get on the plane, get up there, come on, fly on in. I have her back on the flight that night, send her back home. She back at home with a fistful of 20s. <laughs> mm. You see how the things change? It's so hypergamy wise. She's like, I I flew from Dallas to Las Vegas, back to Dallas with a fistful of 20s, and I'm good. There's a better chance out there for me. Instagram, dating apps, anyway, mm. than just getting stuck on the slave comment. Relax. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Take the story. We're running with it. Don't get caught on the little shit like that. All right, anyway. <laughs> Hypergamy is out of control. It's it's just have unlimited options. Unlimited ability to reach the next best thing. Anyway, <laughs> she back in her she back in her childhood bedroom. Oh, how's it going, honey? Where were you all day? Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> She got papped out, sent back home with a smile, and she back on a date with somebody else. All right, anyway, let's get back to the show. All right, here we go right here. Speaking of men, oh, I think this is what the segment was about. Let me see if I can put this up here. This is a chance. How you can help yourself, gentlemen. Speaking of, we're giving helpful advice for men. Helpful advice for men. How you can help yourself. Uh, First of all, let's talk about this. Uh, Let's talk about, before we talk about this, let's talk about are you your best version of yourself, right? Take a look at this. There is a free, okay, free, somewhat free, low-risk alternative to erectile dysfunction or dysfunction in general or mood. We're going to help you out. What do you think the alternative is here for these things? I know people want to say Niagara, drugs or something like that, but what's the best way you can help yourself? I'm going to use this to transition into the next thing. We're trying to help men out here. All right, the best way you can do this to help yourself, to help your feeling, to help your mood, is exercise, not drugs, not pharma, not new, 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 new world, not order. the magic pill. You can actually boost your testosterone through exercise. You can actually increase your uh, testosterone through exercise. If you have low testosterone, you don't have to get TRT. You can, but you don't need to. You can boost it, and the way you boost it is where where do you get testosterone? What produces testosterone? For what reason? The testes. The testes are located betwixt your legs. Thus, if you activate that area of your body, squats, deadlifts, lunges, all of these things will activate the testes and you'll start increasing your testosterone. Okay. So, for you, most men don't want to do this and most women don't want to do this, obviously, but regular exercise can be an effective, as effective as popping Niagara when it comes to dealing with ED. According to the new research, this is not new research. But, you know, this is as old as the test of time. The reality is we're lazy slubs here. We don't exercise. But it says right here, just three 30-minute sessions per week can be enough to see a difference. Researchers from Baylor College of Medicine, Boston Scientific, Miller Scientific in the U.S. analyzed 11 previous studies covering 1,100 patients. And it says right here, or participant, the trial then took these participants and ran them and blah, blah, blah. It says exercise sessions involving aerobic activities such as walking, cycling, and undertaken for at least a half an hour for three days a week were shown to improve ED in all men. And it says right here, these are men with ED. The association was found across a range of body weights and didn't appear to vary with uh, health conditions or medications used by participants. Last point, exercise is a low risk and affordable, and it says making it an ideal first-line treatment option for ED, especially for patients unwilling or unable to see and use medication, so we'll stop it right there. Now, I come from a background of athletics and, and, and fitness and strength and conditioning and stuff like this. When I know I'm feeling down and bad, when I see myself, my body getting away from me, I automatically know one thing. That exercise is the solution. It's almost always the solution. If I'm distracted, if I'm actually losing focus and I'm focusing on one thing too much, I automatically know I need to I need to start exercising. That is, and, and they always say these are new studies. Mm. You don't need a study. You don't need a study. You need to exercise. <laughs> I mean, that is the bottom line. It is the bottom line. That is the be a solution.
2: New, 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 new world order.
0: All right. All right, here we go right here. They tried to get my stream. They don't want me to tell you this. New, 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 new world order. They don't want me to tell you this. Uh, The main channel, the Free Agent Lifestyle. Oh, I guess we're all messed up over here. We'll get back on. All right, but exercise. It's funny that they're attacking this part of the stream. All right, I still think I'm on. All right, I'm on on one channel. All right, I think I'm back. <laughs> I don't know. New, 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 new world order. Wow, they don't want you to know this? Wow. They didn't want. They throttled that part of the stream. Interesting. All right, and my numbers jumped up 400 participants. Dude, look, my numbers jumped up. I I got two different numbers now. They really be messing with my stream, fam. Now all of a sudden there's 2,000 people here. A second ago they were only showing 1,800. They really throttle my channel, man. New new, new world order. It's really sad what they do to me. It's really sad. They are not giving me the truth here. Now I'm up to 2,000 viewers all of a sudden in seconds. Anyway, let me get back to my story. For you men, exercise is your solution. And not only that, managing your time is your solution to just about everything. You don't need a study. You don't need a study. You can see some of the most unhappiest people, they are not exercising. They are not lifting weights. They're not picking up stuff, putting it down. They are not running. They're doing nothing aerobic. They're not doing anything anaerobic. Their lungs are effed up, and they're more likely smoking more dope and drinking more booze than they are exercising. Mm. It is not even close. Now, let's talk about the next one. That's why they're throttling this right here, because I'm about to drop some science on you. OK, I'm going to drop some science. Monk exposes why depression is not real. They're really about to be pissed. <laughs> They're really about to be pissed. Listen to this guy. You don't have to believe it. But I'm going to tell you what I interpret from this and why I, what I see in people. All right. And this is to help you
3: guys. Here we go. The Stone Ages had depression, a more modern uh, variation. The Spartans. <laughs> you think they had depression? Maybe you are laughing, but all of these groups, they are too busy with their body. They are too busy with activity to be depressed. Yeah, but nowadays, how does the time look? You can sit if you want from morning till evening just in front of the screen. And nothing's going to happen anymore. We need to make us stronger again. Get more physicality into your
0: life. Society is too... Now. Now, I watch stuff like this because I'm curious as to how people are going to respond. And a lot of people respond as I believe. And one of the things that they respond, and sorry for the people who are going through tough times. Tough times can induce you to be into a state of what they would call depression. All right. But here's my belief on this one. A lot of people are saying, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, which piques my curiosity this is the stuff that piques my curiosity when I see this right here. It says right here. Um, let me see if I can find it. All right. Here we go right here. This is one. This is ignorant shit. That's one response. <laughs> All right. This is ignorant shit. And you have a lot of people who have ratioed it in the favor of the comment. All right. This is ignorant shit. Now, what's ignorant? Can you describe what we're talking about? I, I find that to be funny. What, what's ignorant about it? You know, people say that about my channel. They'll say, I don't agree with nothing, he says. Okay, be specific. I mean, nothing? All right, here we go right here. So Robin Williams was bored and not busy and self-deleted. Now, listen. Why? Don't get too confused here. Depression and anxiety is real, and in some cases, it's a chemical imbalance in your brain. Now, this is where I say, actually, Robin Williams more than likely deleted himself because he was paying too much alimony and child support to multiple wives and possibly to the wife that he had, the wife that discovered him hanging from a chair. So nobody wants to talk about that part. And that was why he checked out. He was paying two wives, significant alimony. His career went from Oscar winner to having to watch play uh, acting on sitcom. And then he was, he had a third wife where the marriage probably was going left. And he said, it's checkout time. Nobody wants to talk about that. See, they just want to say, oh, he was depressed. Well, I would have been depressed too. If, so why was he depressed? Let's talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. See, these are the things I look at. Some of your depression is self-inflicted. Some of the decisions you made and long-term, cumulatively, they get you in a bind. And yes, I'm going to feel down bad. Next thing, I find it difficult to believe. That, uh, let me see here, that so many people are willing to identify themselves with this issue as if there's no solution. Oh, yeah, he gave a solution. He says, you're depressed because your physicality is lacking. He probably believes in high levels of physicality, exercise. We can prove that people don't exercise. Most people don't are self-confined. He also mentioned screen time. Much of, us are, much of us are just watching screen and we're, uh, we're confined in spaces. Work, space, home, space, safe space. Much people, many people can't afford to do other things. Many people don't exercise. But why do we so quickly say, no, that's not true because I am that. And they just set themselves to lose. Why would you set yourself up to lose like that? And who diagnosed you as this? This is my questions. Who told you that? Did you tell yourself that? Or did you have to have a professional tell yourself that? So I see a lot of these comments, and it really bugs me. It bugs me. Then they go back. Well, these people probably in the past were depressed too. They just didn't know how to say it. All right. This is straight bullshit, but good for him for sure. There's so many men. There are so many men that just, just accept this at a young age and I just don't get it. They want to be the victim instead of the victor. I just don't understand that part. You're dealing with something that possibly has a cure. The people who tell you that they present the cure scientifically exercises the cure. Also not being confined to one space. Also, limiting screen time. Also, staying busy. And then they accepted. Nope, I'll just take the depression. <laughs> like I don't. Like that's where I say it's not real. Then I look at you. You smoking dope. You smoking cigarettes. You are smoking vapes. You're alcoholic. Stop with the bullshit. I just don't understand. For men, for men who want me to believe they're depressed, please show me you're exercising. Like, please, I want to see you out here busting your. Now, I do know people who exercise that are in states of depression as well. But please tell me you out here busting your ass. Please tell me that you're out here being busy. Please tell me that you out here trying to win. Please tell me you ain't fat. Please tell me. Please tell me you getting some pussy. All right, stop. Mm-hmm. But I, I see a lot of guys say we have a phrase called idle time is the devil's time. Idle time is the devil's time. And what you have is idle time. And you have too much of it. You're not moving around. You're not exercising. You're not socializing. You're not leaving. Now, if you just can't do it because you believe you're depressed, you have a hand, you have your healthy, able-bodied person, open the doorknob, you can walk outside. But I'm just getting to the point where I see too many people accepting this And this already tells you what he's trying to tell you. You're accepting being a loser. You're not a loser. You're accepting being one. And that's what people can't get. Where you're not even trying. You're just saying I am. I had a wonderful clip of a young man who said he went through CTE playing football. I showed the clip before, but somebody re-shared it. But in the instant where he said I was going through CTE in a dark place. He was depressed. And he went through therapists. He went through uh, doctors. They all prescribed a medication The therapists described. And he said it wasn't helping. And he then said, once I started exercising, that beat any other treatment. Exercising beat every other treatment that was offered to him. And he was a young, former college athlete. It beat everything, pull-ups, push-ups, all right? When you start seeing your body, uh, when you start seeing how your muscles react, and then all of a sudden you you can only do five push-ups and it's depressing. Then you can do 10 next week, and then you feel encouraged, and you're like, let me see if I can get the 20. You get the 20. These are the things that increase the serotonin, the dopamine, the endorphins in your brain, right? Okay? And another reason why you might have problems with women is because You fat and you don't go outside. And somebody says CTE is different. Yeah, but all of them are different. That's what you're trying to tell me. You're trying to tell me everything's different. The cure, number one, is to get that demon out. You got to exercise. I believe in exercise. You got to exercise. If you can't accomplish it, then, then there's a combination of things that you can start doing. Managing your time. You got to manage your time. Do you manage your time? Do you rise up? What's your circadian rhythm? Do you get up motivated? Or do you get up, damn? Do you get up and say, I got some tasks to accomplish? You get up with no task. I don't got shit to do unless somebody tells me. For instance, I don't have anything to do unless my boss tells me to come uh, put the hot dogs on the little Turner at 7-Eleven. All right? I don't got nothing to do. I work at 7-Eleven a day. All right, what do you want me to do, boss? Okay, is that your personality? If that's your personality, you ain't got shit to do. You need to find some shit to do. <laughs> For real. You can't be out here bored and depressed. Well, you can be one or the other. All right, but I think if you're bored, obviously that's going to induce depression. All right, but life ain't, to me, ain't boring. All right, I, it ain't boring. To me, it's, I, I don't have enough hours in the day. That's my problem. I don't have enough hours. I have very little idle time. Those who have too, many, too much idle time, more than likely, you're probably going to feel down about yourself. All right, so this, I'm trying to help you. Trying to help you out here with this. I don't, buy, I don't buy into all of these things. And then please show me a clean marijuana test. Please show me. If you're depressed, please show me a clean marijuana test. I bet you you can't do it. Mm. <laughs> I bet you, you can't do it. I can bet. Those that say they depressed, show me a clean marijuana test. Mm. Ladies, you too. Ladies, you too. All this bullshit. Ladies, if you depressed, show me, show me that you got a body count under four. (laughs) (laughs) You got a body count under four. You ain't been fornicating like crazy. And then show me a clean marijuana test. I bet you you can't. It's a nine times out of 10. You can't. And then show me that you ain't got a fupa. <laughs> All right, listen. I believe it. I believe in exercise so much that I believe that it is your cure. Some people need Jesus. Some of y'all need Jesus in your life. Even if you are a non-believer, you need Jesus. Open your Bible up. Get your Bible out and start reading it. You need Christ to deliver you. You need somebody. Allah, God, the most high. You got a demon in you. Put away the gemstones and the crystals. And put away the dope and the weed. And get in on the treadmill. And start reading your scriptures. And I guarantee you, your monkey ass is going to be (laughs) delivered. All right. Stop opening your legs. And I guarantee you, you will stop being depressed. Mm. Ladies, (laughs) lose some weight, and you might stop feeling bad about yourself. I'm just letting you know. Anyway, let's move on here. (laughs) Where are we at? Speaking of wishes, speaking of witches, and yes, I'm a professional. I can talk about this. I have a background in exercise science. I have a certification from the, it's not probably not active anymore, but National Strength and Conditioning Association. I've trained many people. I've seen them turn their life around through exercise. Exercise is priority one. In fact, if you ain't doing it, what use are you at this point? Now just show me four books you read this month before you tell me you're done. Show me four books you read this month talking about you're depressed. No, you've accepted depression. You're going through a tough time. We can all agree to that. But I guarantee, show me your nutrition plan. In fact, if you want something to do, let let me go back. If you want something to do, because you're like, well, I really don't have nothing to do. This is what you do. Get a journal out. Yep, get a journal out. Write down everything you eat. Write down everything you do in terms of what, just write down what you did today. I played video games. I stared at the screen. I watched Coach Greg Adams. I jerked off. I watched some prawn. I paid for somebody's only fan. Write it down. It's something to do. Now you have something to do. <laughs> okay? Cause you're like, I don't have anything to do. All right. I drop fries. I mop the floor. All right. My boss threatened to fire me. Ninjas be depressing. They hair, you ain't got a haircut and I don't know how long. Cut your hair, ninja. Mm-hmm. Line your shit up. Learn how to cut your hair. <laughs> right. Like, I'll be listening to this shit, and I'll be like, Ninja be walking around in their pajamas and their hair all wild. Why don't you line the front of your hairline? I mean, something. (laughs) Did you get out in the sun? Go sit in the sun for 20 minutes. I find this to be some of the most goofiest shit out here. This is like, y'all got to start making y'all life a little bit more meaning behind it before you try to sell me on some bullshit that you just sitting in the corner all day. <laughs> this is absolutely crazy. Ninja, write 500 times that I need to find some shit to do on a piece of paper. One through 500. Mm. All right, anyway. And, 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 if, and the people who, they'll say they, they say they feel like this. Okay, now I just gave you a 50 things to do. If it still don't work, you need some help. <laughs> Clean your house for real. Clean your house. I'm not making light of this. I've been bad. I've been down bad. I probably had depression. I just didn't have time to realize it. All right. Because I was always trying to battle out of it. All right. But I also said to this. Also said, hey, listen. Um, if I feel down bad, the things that I really won't do is drink alcohol. I wouldn't allow alcohol in my house. Because I know that people that feel down bad, they tend to turn to alcohol or something like this. Or alcohol has made you get into this constant state. But if I see this in in these patterns, it is up to you. It is up to you to try to dig out of it. What is not up to you is to make me feel bad about it. You can't control that. You will never, ever control that. You will never, ever make me feel bad because we all dealing with shit. So with that, I say, I'm here to help you. I'm not a professional therapist, but most of the professional therapists are jokes, too. You never depend on these goofy ass people because they're depressed. All right. Most of them need therapy to an extent because they're dealing with many people with issues. But because they sell drugs and they sell hope, they they know that they can't cope professionally. So they need therapy themselves to even Cope with doing what they're doing, which is called pseudoscience. But the real science says that you first must help yourself first. The Bible even says you cannot help a person, you cannot give a person a helping hand unless they're willing to lend a hand to themselves first. It says something like that, and I'm paraphrasing. But you must be willing to help yourself for other people to empathize and sympathize for you. You got to help yourself first. And until you do that, I don't feel shit about what you got going on because I ain't got time. You must see the signs in yourself first before you can correct first. But most of the time, what I'm seeing is people accepting defeat. This is accepting defeat. And I simply can't do that. I simply can't go about life feeling sorry for bitch ninjas and women who are accepting defeat. I gave you the cures. I gave you the anecdote. And it is not empathy. It is within yourself to fix yourself and help yourself first. Then we can go on and try to seek help. But if you accept defeat, if you accept death and you have no other alternative, and you can't somehow dig yourself out of the out of the bed in the corner to pick up a book, pick up a pen and paper, get on a treadmill, walk outside, sit in the sun, Eat food on a timely basis. Go to sleep. If you can't even do that, fuck you and your depression. That's what I say. And I'm going to say it louder every damn week. Fuck you and your depression. I ain't got no time for this bullshit. If you accept it, that's what you accept it. And hey, that's more oxygen for me. Mm. Moving on. <laughs>
5: Moving on.
0: Let's get it going here. <laughs> Wish is ambitious. Let me do this. Let me take time out. Let me take a time out real quick. Let me take a time out. Anyway. <laughs> Ninja, I'm losing people. People unsubscribing, but for real. That's the real truth, and you need to hear that real truth. You need to hear that real truth, because I don't got time for you ninjas. Yeah. All right. Monte says, I always listen to you while working and or working out. Shout out to you. Indeed. Shout out to you. Who do we got in here Leary says, do you have a P.O. box? I have to thank you, GIF. All right, I don't want any anthrax this week. All right, I don't want any anthrax. What are we doing here? Uh, We'll work on it. I'll work on it. Shout out to Robert Nielsen. If you watch CGA and don't donate, you're stealing. Shout out to you indeed. I appreciate that. He says, this info is protecting and generating wealth. And... Time in the building and time. That's what it is out here. Shout out to Michael Reed says the Gerbil needs fresh carrots. She in there giving it to you. Indeed. Shout out to you, man. Hey. Juco says I'm a Punani addict. All right. He likes the straggles. What do we got? Macaroni Tony. He says, "Uh oh, nope. That is from yesterday. That is from yet Yesterday. All right, be careful in the gym watching my show. Shout-out to our brother, Dior Coach, has been absolutely preaching this week. Shout-out to you. Appreciate you. Zero fallout. Just like obesity, there's a small percentage that it is real. The rest of it is self-inflicted. Depression comes from a sense of failure in something. Either go try to get it or be content with your life. And I, that I can't help, indeed. Shout-out to... uh. Uh Johnny Ramos in the building. He is, he says, shout out to coach. I've been slacking on the collection plate because I was traveling around with my Japanese JUCO. Free agent lifestyle for life.
5: For, 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 for life,
0: for life. Yeah, brother, 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 brother. How you making it down. <laughs> All right. Ninja's always trying to convince me why they's feeling bad. That, that, is, that is where I draw the line. <laughs> no, coach, you don't understand. Shut the fuck up with that bullshit. Man, I don't got no time for this. <laughs> <laughs> man, they be trying to tell me, nah, man, but what you need to un- Ninja, that's your life. That's your goddamn life. Ninja don't have nothing to do with me. I mean, that dude, it's mind-boggling the amount of people that be trying to convince me otherwise. Nah, man, what you don't get? Man, shut up. <laughs> All right. Like That's mind-boggling. Ninja battle through it, and then tell me how you have overcame it. That's a better story. That's a way better story. Like, that's the story I want to hear. Man, I was depressed. And then what happened? Then I started banging some broads at the junior college doing push-ups, and then I started eating right. Okay, I'll put you on the show. (laughs) That right there is the story I want to hear. Not no shit, man. I don't know what to do. (laughs) I just told you what to do. Anyway. So goofy, man. That shit is so wild to me. Did you want me to just realize, just accept your reality? I mean, listen. (laughs) Somebody blowing my phone up. I think it's the delivery company. I didn't told they (laughs) ass. Right here. All right. Anyway, shout out to uh, no government name. I realized depression wasn't real. It says it was when I started traveling to second and dude. don't, Don't get me started. He says, it was when I started traveling to second and third world countries, hanging out with the locals in their countries who should be depressed, and they weren't. And it says right here, but they can't afford to be, and they don't have time to be, and they're in survival mode. Depression is a first world lazy problem. Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly. I get it, you're going with this, but overwhelmingly. When I went to the Dominican Republic, I was like, damn. <laughs> it's was like, I would be depressed if I lived here. That's what I said, and I went back to my house, and I started flying over the Pacific Ocean, and I lived 10 miles from the beach, and I said, I'm better off here. (laughs) All right, anyway, go somewhere where you can see some people, and then they want to try to tell you, well, they was depressed too. All right, are you going to move there? I bet you you won't. Anyway, Kalen says, what's up, coach? It makes sense as to why women won't marry men for sex. They're constantly pursued by men for it. Facts. He says they can give it to a man. Any, they can give it to any man they want, even if they regret it later. Women will never relate to a man's struggle to get sex. They never will. They just struggle to get men to marry them. Yep, that's true. Yeah, women don't see sex as we see it. Not most women don't. Most women don't. Did I get this brother here? They don't. Let's see here, coach. Uh, Daley says, uh, I don't know if you spoke on it yet, but I, did you hear Lori Harvey broke up? with the damn some guy because he wasn't bringing her enough attention. Seems like rich or poor. They're all the same. Well, I don't think Lori Harvey. One thing about Lori Harvey. I got to get a lot of super chats in. I think Lori Harvey's a paid. She's a paid woman. She's a working woman. High class. High class. I won't say escort, but she's of the higher class paid rental. She's a rental. No government name being depressed is an emotion just like uh, that's like uh, I think you meant just like happiness and anger. It's only temporary. Normies treat depression as a personality facts. they be like, this is my personality Accept it. I'm depressed. It ain't a personality at all. And it's not even a disease. It's not. I'm like, bro, it's just where you at right now. It's just your space. And this is how you dig out, dig out of it. Jamal says, coach, keep these firearm brimstone messages. He says, they are giving me motivation and a better life. Shout out to you, man. Yep. I love that. He said he, they treating it like a personality for real. Like, it ain't no personality. It's a temporary state. You'll get over that shit. All <laughs> right? You'll get over it, and here's how you'll do it. But I ain't going to hold your hand. I definitely ain't going to hold your hand. All right, I think I got all of those. Um, But. Lori Harvey's a, a paid woman. I don't think she's in it for the relationship. I got a lot of super chats. Yo, my bad. Desert Brew Crew. I met a 35-year-old brother who's engaged, and I told him I'm still married after 19 years. He asked for advice. I told him uh, to understand her and listen to CGA. Shout out to you. Appreciate it. Uh, Denaro Train Corlo says, Coach, a damn fool in the building. Big chip. Black men mad. I won't give or baby mama's mad. I won't give her any money until she changes my child's last name to mine. She threatened me with child support. I said, my son can live with me, and she never, and she said she never put me on papers with her dad's name. Oh, man, that's interesting. Mm. Mr. Albert says, imagine not getting sex from your wife, but women are throwing uh, at the job, throwing peace leave at you all the time. Again, yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is this is the problem with marriage with men. So the same wife turning you down for sex or also flirting with men at the job and shit like that. It's weird. John Doe, I never understand what John Lennon saw in Yoko Ono. That man was a legend, and he allowed that below-average woman to ruin his career. Purpose over puss? Indeed, Stephen White's coach, I help her because she has my daughters, three daughters, and I do stay at her place. When I'm down there to see my kids, so it's no big deal at this point. I understand your point. I'm not helping her, uh, your ex. All right, shout out to you. lad says women passive-aggressive game can destroy a man real quick, silent, and deadly. Yes. All right, aggressive behavior and passive-aggressive behavior are both deadly. Joshua Moon says for the swear jar, Coach, I'm, li- I'm lit up today. Mr. Chocolate says, LOL, couple skit is so true. One of my good friends parks in his driveway and calls me, while he drinks alcohol and relaxes, could never be me. Last two, Lee H., it's true CGA. The system hates when a man like Andrew Tate, a.k.a. the top G, tells the truth. That's why we didn't need men like you and Andrew uh, to wake these ninjas up. Dart says, came in with a sponsor to sponsor the show. What do you think about Alex or Mosey? mosey i'm not sure who that is okay Mm. mr mc hamster says idle hands do the devil's work idols hand, idle hands do the devil's work come on man you gotta really preoccupy yourself all right and uh speaking of idle time let's get to these ladies right here all right thank you for being patient let me go off on rants but some of these things really irk me this is one thing that irks me Do you know that you're dating witches out here? Do you know that you're dating witches? I did an entire show on this one. Watch out for witches, man. Witchcraft is real. Witchcraft is not inherently negative, but there are people who are using it against you for negative purposes.
3: I want you. Come. I want you. Come. You don't want me? Let me light a candle real quick. I'll see you. Did you ever do that? Uh, (laughs) There was one situation where there was this guy... Um, and I don't know what he said to me, but he, he really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Like, it really made me quite upset, and I knew my power, and I knew what I could do, because I know that even when I said things, they would come to pass in somebody's life, mm. right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to deal with the situation, I'm going to do a little spell. And in the spell ritual thing that I was doing, you'd light something up and let it completely burn. And when it finishes burning, it's done. When I burnt it, when I started burning it, and it's paper. There was something written on the paper with different spices and herbs on it to really give it that razzle-dazzle. <laughs> razzle dazzle. Razzle dazzle insane. <laughs> what? When I lit it now, it lit for like two sec. It lit for like two seconds, like this much. And if you know anything about lighting paper, mm-hmm. like it lights, it stopped lighting immediately. And I heard one of my spirit guys whisper into the, my right ear, "Don't do that again." And I was like, first of all, you've never told me that." So, and I was very hard-headed, stubborn. It's like I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish this guy. He cannot treat me like this. I began to light it again, and it lit halfway through, and it stopped. And I heard his mother's praying for him. You cannot do that to him. I want you.
0: Yeah, um, watch out, man. I mean, not much more I want to add to this, but you guys gotta be very hyper vigilant. And this is why we try to instruct men. You know, even through sexuality, sensual transmutation, energy, um, spirits, spell. I believe that these words have power. I believe words have power. I believe some of these things that people believe can possess you and have a power on you. I believe that women invite you in between their legs. They are also inviting you in to a spirit realm, you know, and they are doing this intentionally without you knowing. See there's one thing about it that I I know about your intentions. I know you're trying to cast spells and put period blood in your spaghetti and you're trying to control me. That's it. I'm a I'm a spiritual realm in the same spiritual realm as you. But guys, this also does extend to people who don't you don't know who are doing this to you and they're doing these things behind your back or with the intentions of trying to control you. And they're also inviting you in while these things are happening. Come in, come here, come here. They're trying to possess you, right? They're summoning, I'm going to summon you, right? Come see me, come slide through, right? Mm. And that Punani got more demons in it than you would actually want to know. And one of the reasons why women are super depressed is because they're fornicators. They can't handle fornication. I mean, this is just me speaking here. Listen, fornicators are who they are. But I believe that uh, through through transmutation of fluids and intimacy and spirituality and, and, and all of that stuff. They have too many men that they got busting nuts in them. And most of these early men are not the best ones. A lot of them are demons as well. Listen, mm. a lot of these men are demons. The first couple of men, the bad boys that they chase around are demons. Mm. And simps have a demon energy. This is why when we tell you the story of Lilith, they refer to their her, her 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 the men the spirits that are, are were around Lilith as the den of demons. The den of demons. She Lilith resided in the den of demons. I'm mm. oh, sorry, and and so a lot of the a lot of the babies and children produced by these men are demon children. Mm. <laughs> are demon children are production of uh, demon spirit. A lot of these single men, a lot of these single mothers have hatched forth, have human, have demons, mm. and then they're depressed. I, I believe I believe this to a greater extent. Yeah, they had to the spawn a Satan. All right, and that's why these kids, the skinny pop pop and shooting up. We were like, oh, these single these single mothers raised bad kids. No, they didn't. They have demons. and and in this situation here I so will believe in this stuff a lot of simps are demons they don't know other way into but to possess the woman and she's she summons these simps in by posting pictures and videos Mm. (laughs) alright but be careful out here who you mess around with man you gotta vet people for sure also culture culture has something to do with it too You have to understand some cultures still are they haven't progressed as fast as we've had um, with our culture. American culture is very much secular now. We were very religious in the 1940s and probably prior all the way up to the 1980s. That started to die out certainly by the millennium and we're very secular now. And uh, but we still have a little bit of this Christian Puritan life in America. So that now if we go to other cultures, which we go to Haiti or the Caribbean, if you go to places in Asia, Thailand, you know, they do a lot of witchcraft and sorcery shit that they haven't advanced their civilization. They still believe in this. Yep. If you go deep down in the South, you got some grandmas and great grandmamas out there look like a whole witch. Mm. Still doing witchcraft. And a lot of these people came from the West Indies and and all of these places and spaces and times and a lot of them also came from where they could not read and these traditions were passed down from their elders and it just kind of just stayed with them and some young women that you're messing with especially if you're in a place like louisiana opelousas lafayette all right hammond if you're in some of these places these places are barely barely just getting civilized all right Mm. They still are somewhat old and does have a long distance, you know, these people still around each other and their grandma. May be like, nah, man, let me put a hex on your kid, right? You know, it is what it is. Uh, we do have these things out here. So you really must respect that, uh, the power of that, because people do believe they have a power. They have a power. All right, New Orleans, yeah, they come from, they have a background, um, uh, and a lot of it came from the Caribbeans or the West Indies or people from this area. They definitely immigrated even in the 1800s into those areas, Louisiana and all of that stuff. And they mixed it up with the French and the natives and the slaves and free people. And it just is crazy. Very, very big. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they are ready. Oh, wait, I think I had one more video on this subject matter. Here's another one. It was called Witches and Bishes. Okay. There's another video of a Mother. Doing something that we've seen all too often. Most people don't record it. But bitter ex-wife denies father his visitation weekend. uh, His weekend visitation stating their baby doesn't want to go. All right, let's see it. Say what you just said. Anala is not
6: going with Shaquille Gardner because she see, does not want to go with her dad.
4: Hey, look, baby Anala does not want to go with her dad today. Alani is so going. Alani is gone, Shaquille but Anala, does Anala is, go. so Anala is gone. Shaquille do not want to communicate.
6: So, you me you Anala is not gone. And I'm communicating with him. Let him know that Anala is not going.
4: So, you're telling me you Have came all the Shaquille way Gardner. down here. Have so, you're telling me you came all the way down here without dropping her arm. Have a good day
6: because Anala
4: is not going. So, Alani can go, but Anala can is gone, but Anala does not want to go. Now, tell me real reason. I'm not bothering you, bro Tell me
6: Nah, want to go. She she's said, a, she don't She's go. a little girl. She said, "But she you're not dropping her."
4: She said,
5: "Don't touch
6: my phone. Don't touch my phone. Don't me. Don't
4: touch my phone. Don't touch my phone. phone cuz I
5: don't have that.
4: Listen, man. I, Lenny, come on, Lenny. Hey man, don't make my man, you you you, you must be sick, bro. Don't make my
0: girl cry this, Don't, cry
6: don't,
0: don't make my girl cry cuz you don't want to do nay. Cuz you're not about
6: to be
0: um, you know how many, how many very how many fathers have to put up with this shit? This is sad. And of course, Debbie Dad stuff, right? But you know how many toxic baby mothers do this? This is almost continuous. The continuous form of parental alienation and abuse. The children don't know what's going on. They only heard what the mother said. And of course, when the kids cry, it's the dad's fault. You gotta think about the kids. This type of abuse goes on way too much. And people just accept it. Nobody, this is criminal abuse. This is child abuse, guys. This is child abuse. And the kids just want to go with daddy. Matter of fact, Henry said in most states a kid cannot choose. I've actually heard cases in which the kids tried to choose and the judge still made the kid go to the visitation. Right, And that was only because the mother took the, the father to court. These kids don't want to go see kids and had the kids all dressed up like clowns so they can go in there and she could say, all right, I'll give you guys a trip to Disneyland. If you tell the judge, the father don't want you don't want to go to your daddy's house. OK, so that's all that's going on there. Then eventually the kids grow up and they like, what happened? Why my daddy don't love me? OK. A lot of people just literally wash their hands. When they say men don't fight to see their kids, I wonder do they call this, what do they call this? Do they call this fighting for the kids? This is as much fight that this man can do other than strangling her, which I wouldn't tell her, to, when I would not telling him to do, I would not tell him to do such a thing. That's the only way he can get to the kids because let's just be honest, any physical thing that he does to her, he's going to go to jail. He can't rip the kids from her arm. She's using them as human shields. She's a coward. She's a bitch. You can't run up in her house and take the kids. You know you're going to go to jail. So most men just have to sit back and just look at this and go, why would I do this? Why would I pay lawyers? Why would I take her to court? I'll just wash my hands. And as soon as you do that, then they start saying, he don't care about you. He don't acknowledge your birthday. He don't call. He don't write. He don't care. Then the kid grows up thinking the same thing. Now we have this constant deadbeat society. This is what we have. It's a sad thing. Yep, take her to court. But, guys, taking her to court. You're going to be in there three months. Six, the judge is not going to be. By the way, I'm. I'm going to tell you something. The judge has probably already told her to stop acting like this. (laughs) I mean, just letting you know. The judge has probably already told her once or twice, next time you do that, you're going to lose custody. They still don't do anything. The judge ain't with you every day. The judge is not with you every day. All she has to do is take the kids, move them to another county, another state, and you ain't going to do shit. Okay? All right. You ain't gonna do shit. All you're gonna do is run up in the court and then spend $20,000 that you don't have to try to get back. The police ain't gonna help you. Most of the time, they're just gonna be like, well, you know, this ain't shit we could do. Mm. These people who you run to ain't gonna be with you during custody exchange. (laughs) Right? The judge ain't gonna be with you during your custody exchange. Neither is the police. You can custody and change in front of the police station. But... The police aren't going to come out and watch, all right? You're just better off just walking away. Now, somebody said just document it keep it pushing, all right? And I would document it, start mailing my kid letters, emailing them, sending them gifts, taking pictures of it, sending them, getting a phone. That's, that's what you can do. It's an almost no-win situation with baby mama terrorists, and this is why when most baby mama terrorists come up here with their bullshit, I always ask them these two things. Let me see your custody agreement. Before you start with bullshit about your deadbeat daddy, let me see your parenting agreement. See, I'm always can put out the bullshit. Let me see your parenting agreement. What does your parenting agreement stipulate? Watch this. (laughs) Watch this. Number one, they ain't gonna have no parenting agreement. And I'm gonna say, there you go. There you go. Why is there no parenting agreement? Everybody should have one. If you're not married and you're divorced and or you have a baby daddy, why is there no parenting agreement? Why is there nothing on paper that tells me where this kid's going to be? You know why they ain't got one? (laughs) You know why they ain't got one? Because they haven't allowed that to happen. All they did is ran the child support and said the kid lives with me. So you don't even have it where you're trying to have the kid active. That's going to be number one. Number two, as soon as you ask him for that parenting agreement, say, do you comply with it? Do you comply with this? Whatever it says on this paper, are you complying with it? And they most likely going to say no. You ain't got no court order parenting agreement with the shut shut your mouth. You ain't got shit to say. You ain't helping the situation. You're not helping him be a part of the life. You're not helping him stay on task. You're preventing him from being with the kid. And you don't ran the child support. Shut up. I, I mean, look, do not make me president. That's why they call me the great Coach Alini. They call me the great Coach Lini because I don't put up with bullshit. I'm going to call bullshit out before you come up here to try to give me some bullshit. Well, you know, the dad left and all this bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> it's all bull. It's all bull, all right, so that's what it is right there. anyway, let's move on to the next subject matter. It's sad to see that young women and I'm gonna play the video again. it's sad to see mothers doing this to their father and by the way, there's no reason there's no reason why she's doing this. Say what you just said. Anala is not going to
6: Shaquille Garden because she See, does not is, want to go with her dad. A little baby Anala
4: a baby. does not want to go with her dad today. Alani is going. So gone. Alani is gone Shaquille but Anala not want to not communicate.
6: Gone. So Anala is not going. And i with him. him know that is not
4: So you're telling me you hell came all the way down Garden. here. Hell so you telling me you came all the way down here without dropping her arm. Have
6: a good day
4: because Anala so is not going to go. Anala is but Anala does not want to go. Now tell me real reason.
6: I'm not not bothering you bro. Tell me what she's asking. She can't. She do not want to go.
4: She's, said
0: she no a, one she's one a little one. girl, she said but she you're one not dropping her. She said. Man, these baby mama terrorists are out of control. <laughs> out of control, man. And uh, they should be in jail for what they, the crimes that they committed against humanity. I mean, these are crimes against humanity that they're committing. All right, they should be in jail for the stuff that they're doing. They should be in jail for the stuff that they're doing. All right, next one. They're ready to obey. First level, uh, first lady up. I love this young lady here, um, and uh, I love the people. I think she's Nigerian or somewhere from Africa, and uh, I love their accent, and I like to try to read or understand them. They're, they speak in English, but they speak in a different dialect. So it's, they speak in a different order of words. So I can't really understand it, but I enjoy to try to understand it. This woman says she's doing experimental dating. She's going to go out. With a on a date with an older man. Alright, let's play it.
6: Going on a date with a significantly older man and my mom sent me this message when I agreed to go on that date. And I'm still going. You know why? Because I get coconuted. I think it's gonna be fun to be honest. His like good vibes. Of course, like it's not gonna to lead to anything serious. I hope he doesn't see this.
5: Three hours later.
6: So I just got back from the date. Show up the posh. He was like opening doors, kind of person. I said, ah. It's like my money was right. It was a very good date, to be honest. I
0: am going on another date. <sighs> I'm going on. So I'll explain what you saw there just in case you didn't hear. But First of all, I love her spirit. She's beautiful. All right. Beautiful spirit. And uh, boy, I tell you, man, something about chocolate and skin where I can see that part of her 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 area right there that draws me in right there i will <laughs> i will i will actually you know i can't say what i would do this is a family show all right but something about her skin shining right there like that mm, mm, mm. all right so what happened here this appears to be a young lady and she's saying uh that she's going on a date with an older gentleman and their mom warned her not to go All right, her mom warned her not to go. I'll get part of that of the screenshot. I'm going on a date with a significantly older man. My mom sent me this message. Mom says, good morning. I hope you are fine. I dreamt that you are dating an elderly man and you almost or also got pregnant. And mom called up, all right? Mom called up to make sure the young lady didn't date the elderly man. So the mom knew, the mom knew. Now, here's what happened here. I'll let her explain it. She says, I'm just going to go on a date. I'm still going. You know why? Because I get coconut I think it's going to be fun, to be honest. All right. She said, I think it's going to be fun. It's like good vibes. Of course, like, it's not going to lead to anything serious. I hope he
4: doesn't
6: see this.
0: Three hours later.
6: So I just got back from the date.
0: You should have posh. All right. So she definitely was on a date with me. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> All right. Apparently, he showed up in a Porsche. Yeah. Uh, her hair would be a little bit more messy. Her hair would, I, I definitely didn't clap them cheeks, but I don't always try to clap cheeks on the first date. I'm not that type of guy. All right. I want to make her peacefully boiling. But the mom knew that I was going to be in that chocolatey skin. Boy, I'm going to tell you, man. But her hair definitely would have been tossed. Right. If I would have been entered up into that dragon. All right, but uh, here's what happened there. He showed up in the porch, and she was like, oh, oh, really? All right, <laughs> you you doing all this, all right? And so now she's impressed. He was
6: like opening doors kind of person. Yeah. Like my mother was right.
0: Yeah, yeah, mom was right. Okay, see, now, this is interesting. This is interesting. Here's, here's the thing I actually want to think about here. Yeah, it would be a full Afro by the time she got home. All right. He says, Coach, dating sisters now? I always date sisters, man. I just don't date strags. I mean, it's not that hard to figure out. I mess with black women. I just don't mess with strags. So that's what I'm going tell you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, but what I'm going to talk about here, I says they're ready to obey. What I'm What I'm talking about here is don't you notice that When there's an age gap and a woman explores it, it actually probably is more likely to deal with what she's looking like. Like The guy overwhelmingly will have everything that she asks for. The frustrating thing about the dating marketplace today, and I'm an advocate of age gaps, not in all situations, and it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody, but I am open to it, and I'm an advocate for those who are looking for certain things. They're looking for a man that leads. They're looking for a man that's established. They're looking for a man that's a gentleman. They're looking for a man that's not thirsty. They're looking for a guy that just don't wanna fuck. They're looking, now, they're looking for a combination of things that they're frustrated that they can't get from men their age. When I hear women say this, and men, men, you're frustrated by PhD broads. You're frustrated by strong and independent women. You're frustrated by women who buck. You're frustrated by masculine women. You're frustrated by women that are old and single moms that want to marry you. You're saying she brings nothing to the table. Then I say, why don't we (laughs) find another solution that's going to be suitable you're asking a guy to be a gentleman and, and, and have access to resources and drive a night in your 19, 20, 24, 25, you probably are looking for a 40-year-old man. Mm. You're probably looking for a 40-year-old. What you're describing to me, ma'am, and what you're looking for, it sounds like you're looking for a 40-year-old. Now, I'll go back to the men. When you are saying you're tired of these old post-wall women wanting to get married in six months, you're tired of these strong and independent human resource workers bragging about their degree, working sixty hours a week. Then I say you're probably describe what you probably are looking for is a woman that is not established yet, so that if she matches with you, you can probably guide her and get to you're probably looking for a younger woman. Mm. And this is my solution. A lot of people get uncomfortable with it. And I'm like, you got but they don't realize it. No, I want them to be my age. (laughs) You're like, ladies, if you want that from a guy, not all of you can get that. There are a few women that can get that. An established man between the age of 24 to 28, he got six-pack abs, Nobody body fat. Time on his hands. He wants to commit and marry now. He's established. He drives a Porsche. He has a house, car, no kids. <laughs> that guy is non-existent statistically. He's non-existent. A guy that would be gentlemen, pull out chairs. That guy is non-existent. Same thing about you older men. You want a woman that's established and got ambition and all this stuff, but you don't want her to be old and with a chill child. Go get a younger woman. Traditionally, the age gap has already existed. In fact, most cultures, other than our secular, progressive United States culture, even in past times, the age gap was acknowledged. It's acknowledged that Yep, you're gonna have to get an older, established guy, right? You're gonna have to. That's what you're gonna have to get. So some cultures, Asia, Asian culture, Latin America culture, that age gap is not looked upon as oh, that's dirty. But I'm thinking that a lot of people are describing someone that is non-existent, and that's where your frustration. That's what your frustration is in. Most manhood, you got to climb a mountain. You've had to have to own land. You've had to work to get to where you were to be able to come back and get the woman that is in a position to give you what you need, which is children, stability, something home, blah, blah, blah. But I think one of the biggest frustrations that is going on today is that people are looking for something that is somewhat non-existent. It's difficult to find. Some people find it, but are there other people out there that can fit that? The answer is no. Are there men willing to build themselves to come back with leveraging options and get the woman that they want? Yeah, you can do it, but a lot of guys get restricted. Well, I don't want this race, this religion, this body type, this age. You then start falling into, I want it, but I have to get it from a 36-year-old because I'm 36. I think that's where the frustration is coming in. It's where the frustration is coming in. And, and I think that people are finding that. You'll find that the, the pendulum is going to swing on these relationships. It's swinging back. Feminism has less teeth, they don't have any bite. They're all bark. Everybody can see it now. Women are choosing hey, this equality thing, what is going on here? You're seeing them swing back. You're seeing some women say, you're seeing some women monetize themselves, go and arrange marriages, deal with men financially. You're seeing something happen that you're also going to see a pendulum swing where people are going to say, I need to find the reality spot. I need to find the reality spot. That's where it is. But a lot of guys are still uncomfortable with it. Anyway, yeah, World War III coming. this, This shit is going backwards to what it used to be. And we were and we were what? We were what? We were we were in a time where at this we were living a facade. We were living a facade the entire time. If people get real, they'll find possibly some comfort in a mate. For a man, I think I got I my age gap in my marriage was 4 years. And let me just tell you, the fact that I was not established affected my relationship and my marriage. And I never want to be like, she was all bad and I was all good. It certainly was not the case. But the fact that I was not established led to, it was one of the most primary things that led to my divorce. I was not established. I was established for periods of time. Then I was not established. Then I was established. Then not, then not. That creates discomfort for women. That creates crazy discomfort. They get scared paranoid they start looking to leap monkey branch they they really about to be they be like oh this is too much had i been established leveraging options i would have been able to come i would have been able to attack it from a different position a different position and i think what women are saying we want established guys but they're also saying i want me and my age with six pack and high stamina and ninjas, you know, Devin Booker ninjas and ninjas, that's ballers and staff and loyal and faithful. Mm. They're doing it all wrong. And this young woman actually said, wow. I actually found. That this was probably more suitable for me. Older women are going nuts right now. They're going nuts. Now, the reality for older women, I believe older women, where you need to be. You know where older women need to be? They need to get real about their prospects. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give older women two options. And when I say older, I'm talking about 32 and up. You know where you need to be with? Men that are 55 and up. That's the man you want. You want a man 55 and up. Because everything you're looking for is from them ninjas right there. Some ninja that, you don't need no 34-year-old ninja. You need a guy 55 and up. You need a ninja that's like past the healing process of his first and second divorce. You need a ninja that's slowing down. A ninja that ain't about to cheat on your monkey ass. All right, He ain't about to be running around here with five hoes. A ninja that's 35, he gonna have five hoes. He gonna he ain't he ain't gonna wanna slow down. He gonna be established. He'll put a baby in you. Or the next thing you should get is younger ninjas. All right. And you gonna just get, they just gonna fornicate with you. Young guys. So you're 34, 40. You need to have a series of younger men that can let off steam all up in betwixt your legs. That's what you need. Just use these ninjas. Let them let off some steam. So if you're a woman, 34, 32 to 45, you need a young ninja like a team of them ninjas because you're going to run through them like a pack of Newports. All right? Them ninjas going to come and go. Now, the reason why you want to be this person. Now, you might going to go get you some an uh, uh, older guy because you don't want to be this woman It's going to get old. But you'll have a lot of fun. But the reason why you want to do this is because these guys. <laughs> the reason why you do this is because these guys are going to have problems with women their age. They gonna need some, they gonna need some uh encouragement out here. And what better than an old leftover woman to get these ninjas some hope? Let them let off some sting. Mm. <laughs> let them bang the shit out of you and learn and you can teach them and all of that. <laughs> so you need to, that, you, it's, it's one or the other is mm-hmm. not much in between. He said, I'm trying to pawn these Spencer's out. You know, Hey, if you 55, 60, you could be doing good with a 34 year old woman. You could be, She'll listen to you. She'll listen to everything you tell her. She ain't going to run up there with her PhD and her master's degree, her MBA, telling you what to do. he would be like, man, get that damn piece of paper out of here. But uh, (laughs) he said, let them young fellas roar. Because these guys can't keep up with the women their age. These women, I'm going to take all of them. I'm going to have an arrow, man. But that's what they need to do. And if you don't want to do that, ladies, go get you an old... 55, 60-year-old ninja, established. (laughs) Ladies are mad, but I give people options. Don't ever say I never provide solutions, all right? I always give you a solution. You might not like the solution, but I always give it to you. We ready to roll. They ready to obey. Listen to this, ladies. This is another woman if you missed yesterday's show. I told men that if she don't obey, get rid of her ass today, all right, get rid of her today. Throw her, If she don't obey, throw her away today. Let's see what this lady has to say.
6: I love my husband, and to say that I obey him is to say I honor him, to say I respect him and his choices and his decision to lead this family. I don't lead nothing. If I were to lead this family, we'd be down in the gutter because I, I I got after pray affirm, I got debt, I got all this craziness. And I'm like, I can't, I ain't leading nothing. That's what God created him for me. He is my helpmate, and I'm to be his helpmate, not his burden, not his back talk, not the one that brings him down. And so sometimes I think that we are in such this independent mindset as women and it's like i'm sorry i love
0: all right so this is a woman that came to the realization she definitely looks like she's in her mid-30s she found him a, a beta she bought him a beta brand and she finally obeyed all right and why did she obey i'm gonna tell you why
3: i'm in a bind nate now
0: did you hear her say i loved him i'm in love we're in love with each other you didn't hear it nope You didn't hear it one time. I'm here to tell you, gentlemen, women do not marry. They're not in it for just love. They love you because. They love you because. She said, if I'm leading, we're going to be in a bind. I got debt. I got a firm. So that's why she obeys. She's like, all right, I tried to lead my life and that shit went off the rails. Let me find somebody to be up under and then stop the back talk. Stop the strong and independent stuff. She got the college debt. The women that actually are in this position and then still coming up in there talking that shit, they bad breed. They bad stock. They're the runt of the litters. All right? They're bad out here. They need to be bred out of society. All right? Let them talk. Breed them out. Don't breed with them. So, yeah, they're ready to obey. But what did I say? What did I say? I said when the economy changes, all of this shit going right out the window. And the economy is changing on everybody. And women are, some women are deciding. The smart ones are going, all right, <laughs> let me throw in the towel. Too much college debt. And, and, and again, this is a word for the people right here. The woman loves based on conditions. She don't love you for you. The only women that can love you for you, I'm telling you the truth. The only women that can love you for you if she's under 20 years old. And that's pushing it right now. That's pushing it. We're talking about juveniles. And most of her love is attachment, meaning it's dangerous love. We're going to talk about that next. It is not really love. She's attached to you. She's possessing you. She doesn't want anyone else to have you. Men do this at this age, too. It is confused as love, but it really is attachment. Hey, that's mine. That's he imprinted me. He, I opened up my flower to him so that he belongs to me, all right? And then when you cheat on them, then they go crazy, all right? How could you do this to me? You're mine, all right? That is not love. Once you get into the advanced years, your 20s, this love for men is attachment as well. He got his first piece of poom. He got his first piece of con, uh, co- continuous, consistent poom. He owns her. He believes he owns her. Thus, he controls her, protects her, keeps her away. The minute she talk, look, engage, walk, sleeps with another man, he ready to take her out and him. That ain't love. That is Romeo and Juliet attachment. Mm. That is sickness. (laughs) That's not love. People confuse this as love. That ain't love. That's possession and shit like that. Tire slashing and all this is all possession. It's all selfishness. It's all selfish driven. All right. And then just be going crazy. How could you sleep with another guy? I can't believe. you. This is all attachment. It's not love. All it is is you getting your continuous piece of poon fix and you hooked. All right. Infatuated. But people don't know really what love is. And so that leads me into this right here. Jeezy. And then we'll get into the main event topic here. Jeezy. Women only love on conditions, especially if they're past 16. They only love on conditions. If you provide the conditions, they'll love you. <laughs> it's, it's simple as hell. Now, the guys like Pookie, she doesn't love Pookie. She possesses Pookie. She don't love Pookie. She just possesses Pookie. He's mine. It's mine. That's my Pookie. I don't want another stragg to have Pookie. All right, anyway, anybody want to challenge me on this right now? I'm going to give you a window in space to challenge me today. I can't, you can't call in, but anybody want to challenge me? This is somewhat tiresome of me. I'm a little fatigued. But if you want to challenge me, if you want to challenge me, yeah, she controls Pookie. Oh, explain. Okay, somebody wants me to explain. There's my challenge there. She controls Pookie. Pookie needs her for a certain extent. Pookie needs her to sleep over. Ninja can't get his own apartment. Okay. So she knows that Pookie needs her more than she needs Pookie. But that's her own Pookie. So since she controls him to an extent where he lays his head, if he eats chili at her house, um, basically she has a bank account that he can't get he can he can't get a bank account. He ain't got no credit. He can't he need a co-signer on his loan. So she has significant amount of control. She's put in leverage. She's put skin in the game in Pookie. So Pookie, she signed off on this hellcat. She's a co on this hellcat and Pookie got the nerve to sleep with another strag. She going to cut Pookie. Okay?
1: Now I got to cut you.
0: Pookie got warrants. And so she can call up the police right now. Oh, you going to sleep with another strag? I'll call the police on you, and he get you arrested. You see what I mean? So she's got skin in the game on Pookie, on baby boy. (laughs) So she can tell Pookie, you can't get no other puss. You can't get nobody's other puss. Pookie on child support, and he got arrears, but she's still giving up the skins to Pookie. Yeah. Mm. So she got control. She got power over Pookie. And so she thus then, it's not love. She then can say, nah, you're going to do what I tell you to do. <laughs> type of deal. This is just a theory, metaphor, if you will. All right, Pookie going to get kicked out of his other bra's house, and she knows it eventually, and she knows Pookie's going to be knocking back on his door, back on her door. Baby Keena, can I sleep over at your house? My mama kicked me out. All right, police looking for me. All right, and all this shit. And she, come on in, but I make sure you. <laughs> Yo, this is, you know, immature stragg behavior. You know, a lot of people aren't going to understand it, but straggs do this. And they do it. This is not love. This is just control. Anyway. And if he, she ever know this ninja, because you know the repo man looking for that hell cat. The repo man looking for that Dodge Challenger. The repo man calling her, the the creditors calling her about that Hellcat. And she'll say, I'll stop paying so that Hellcat get repossessed. (laughs) All right, that's control. Yeah, it is what it is. So, you know, he says, not a theory. It's coercive control. It is a fact. Yeah. This is what they do to young black men right there when they deal with ninjas like this and they can parent them. They can be mommy. Hi, mommy. You can be little mommy, come here. And Pookie gets emotional and cries, it's just hard out here for me and a black man. And then she, all right, rest right here. Rest right here. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Strag behavior. You know what I mean? That's why they do that. All right, anyway. Gotta know what's up. Which community is this happening in? All of them. Latino, black, um, white, poor white, poor whites. You ever see uh, a big, fat, white woman live in a trailer park and shit? She got two kids on her hip. Look at the ninja she with. She with the she with the, uh, the 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 white version of Pookie. She do super skinny. He looked like Shaggy from Scooby, Scooby-Doo. He got a goatee. He got a goatee, a shaggy goatee. He looked dingy and dirty. All right, back baggy ass pants. All right, that don't fit. Pants five times too big. She got Pookie control over him. And she five times wider than that ninja. <laughs> Somewhere in Kentucky. She five times wider than him. And you can't even imagine how they even have sex. <laughs> but he be in there too. He be in there too. He be banging that out. Skinny ass ninja be banging that shit out. Tearing it up. And her, her love is controlling because she like. He knows, she knows, I'm sorry, she knows that he, I'm sorry, she knows that she's the only consistent sex he getting out here. <laughs> she got control over that ninja, and he got warrants, and he going to the pen, and he got two strikes. And he be pumping the hell out of that mastodon. He be pumping her. <laughs> All right, anyway, let me stop. All right, anyway. It's not just the black community that has that. It's the trailer park somewhere in Tucson, Arizona, in between Tucson and Phoenix, or in between Tucson and the border of New Mexico. It's happening. (laughs) It's happening. All right, outside of Fresno, between Bakersfield and Fresno, a whole bunch of them getting busy like that. Yep, Ninja got an ankle monitor, and he be clapping the hell out of them cheeks. It smelled like, the whole room smell like, the whole room smell like, Pork rind, Funyun rings, Mountain Dew, and Sunflower seeds. And beef jerky. Mm. All right, anyway. All right, right, let me stop, man. Look, I be trying to do a show, and y'all got me out here. Jeezy, and then I'll get to the Super Chats and then the main event, I know. Jeezy out here. Jeezy out here says therapy couldn't save his marriage He says, this is not an easy journey. What's going on, Jeezy? Jeezy is trying to speak out through the matrix. Oh, yeah, and corn nuts. I forgot the corn nuts. And old Natty Light. All right, let me stop. (laughs) Dog piss, too. And dog piss. Yep. All right, let me stop. Jeezy says uh, he's speaking out. I feel bad about Jeezy. He has an interview here with Nia Long. Nia Long looks 10 years younger. Let's go ahead and refresh it and see what Jeezy has to say. He's trying to break out. Jeezy, come on out, man. Jeezy is in the movie, like, get out. He can throw Jeannie Mai under the bus, but he's not doing it for some reason.
6: I haven't talked about is your current marriage True. and your current situation. And I think it would be unfair to you True. to not address that in this space where we're being really open and honest. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the details of anything. Right. But if you've done all of this work and you've given yourself that grace and you've given yourself that space to grow and you've given yourself permission to love self, right? Then what happens when a man gets to the point where they're just like, okay, I'm filing for divorce.
2: Integrity. Intact, I I could never say anything that would not honor somebody.
6: Absolutely.
2: But I can tell you that this has not been a easy journey. Right. Um, I can tell you that I'm saddened. I can Mm -hmm. tell you that I'm disappointed. I can tell you that I'm uneasy. Mm
5: -hmm.
2: Right. But again, like, God has put me in a different path and that path is going to entail for me to take care of myself and to love myself and to be in the best situation that I can thrive as someone who've been through all the things that I've been through.
6: It's kind of something you can't explain.
2: Yeah, you can't. The real thing is like, you know, I don't like to fail in anything. Me either. You know, and, I wanna I wanna
6: you know, I don't want to lose. I don't want
2: to fail. I don't want to fail, especially wanna- when I know what
6: you've poured in, right
2: and you know as i said across from you like i can only be responsible for myself
6: true
2: you know and i can only do um what i can do right and i can't expect someone else to do what i'm doing but
6: did you go to therapy with her yeah okay that's good right so you actually addressed it, right. tried to work through it, mm-hmm. tried to do the work, mm-hmm. and it just was like not happening. No. Well, then you tried. Yeah. I don't know about for you, but for me, it is a switch. Right. And when that switch and, goes off. Is that what off, you,
2: that's, that was your switch?
6: The, the, Yeah. but. Right. But you know, I had to to realize for myself that anything that happened in the last, what was it, year and a half of my right. life, that shouldn't have nothing to do with me. And
2: that's and that's my
6: that didn't point have of case. Anything to do with me. Right. I was not embarrassed. Right. I was not I was I the way that black people stood up for me mm-hmm. and the way that black women were like oh no you don't do that to her Mm -hmm. i was shocked Mm -hmm. because i didn't realize that what i had done or what i've done in my career had so much impact we haven't talked about
0: okay all right what that means uh for those who don't remember nia long was the uh girlfriend the longtime girlfriend of emmy yadoka so these both of these people have been embroiled in somewhat of a public breakup And uh, they've been kind of dragged and talked about consistently for a lot of people, and people chose sides either way. I think Jeezy, something happened that he can't say or that he doesn't know, but he knows something, right? So people say he's speaking in code, he's not revealing the true story. He doesn't, he may feel like he cannot win by revealing what he knows, or he may not know the whole story. He might have bits and pieces of information that he can't confirm. Or it's been treated, he has a public divorce that is already, it's not even gone through the courts yet, so he can't say. Like, the divorce isn't finalized yet. He's only filed, and I don't think they've seen the judge and even got custody going. So I don't think he can really say, but people are saying that she cheated. I think something, I think something happened that has emasculated him. That's what I think. I think something happened from his image, where he's the image of a strong male, a hustler, ambitious, he could have any woman he wants, he believes, I'm sure he can do pretty well. I think something happened that it took his masculinity away to the point where he can't say it because it would give you a different impression of what's going on. But yeah, Jeezy's probably, the lawyers probably said, you can't say this, don't say that, it could jeopardize it could jeopardize. It could jeopardize that um, your case for your custody and child support, and she's gonna fight the prenup, as we know. So Jeezy's trying to tell us something happened here, and um, people are saying she. <laughs> oh no, I don't know about that. But if it's that he, she cheated, that people are saying that she might have cheated, that definitely could tear his reputation down as being the man that. That, that is valuable. That is the prize. He probably perceives himself the prize in the relationship. Then they tried to go to therapy. Or I don't know if it's therapy, but that would call it marriage counseling. And I probably went to marriage counseling to try to uh, fix it. And there was no fix. Uh, what do you think about marriage counseling? For me, I don't think marriage counseling works overwhelmingly. I believe the guy just basically gets browbeaten and settles into whatever the counselor and the wife comes up with, if he bucks, if he says F this, if he says I'm not doing this, or let's just say the wife cheated and it came out in counseling, then the counseling probably is going to lead into the divorce, okay? Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. I really don't know. And I thought I would get some clarity here. But Nia Long interviewing Jeezy, I don't understand that combination. I never would have saw that combination coming together. And they both have a different scenario. Or do they? Because Emmy Yadoka was the cheater. So why is she interviewing Jeezy about his marriage and divorce? Was Ginny Mai cheating? I don't know, man. Interesting stuff. Let me get to the Super Chats. And then we're going to give you the avoid this toxic trait. We have a young man that I might have cracked a code on what toxic trait we're talking about. And you've heard it, here, you've heard it from me before, but you're going to hear it again. Mikey says it's sad that people fight for their limitations, fighting for it, clawing. They'd be like, I want to be limited, (laughs) right? (laughs) Let me be down bad. Twin A uh, says, thanks for the pep talk, coach. I found out last week I've been laid off. I've been feeling defeated for the past few days, but I just need to get off my arse and get to work. Needed to hear this. Shout out to you, man. And we are all being it. We're all been in there. All right, Ray Allen says, Coach, you named 50 alternatives to depression. Coach gang, let's go. All right, we got to go, man. You got to get it. You got to get I'm it.
5: Trying.
0: We gave you all these alternatives. Face facts, the behavior of that baby mama terror is fully supported and encouraged by the family corp. And court. bitch craft works on everything except poverty and obesity. <laughs>
2: hey, yo, chills.
0: Hey, yo. Interesting. <laughs> You're actually right. He says it works on everything but poverty and obesity. Lord, have mercy. Be easy on them. JG says facts. He says, sorry to tell a lot of husbands your wife is giving it up to Pookie. Wow. Coach is on. My friend is a doc in the burbs and a lot of wife got STDs from Pookie's. Pookie's got time to text her constantly. Suburban wives, I'm going to tell you, man, they play a dangerous game with affairs, all right? Suburban wives. Now, the games that they play with affairs is they, you know, they go, they do the girls' nights out. They have leverage over the husband. Husband is a goofy. Some of you suburban husbands are goofies. You just got money, all right? Doesn't mean you have leverage. You just have money. Most of you married your wives young and you aged together. Most of your wives started off in some weird shit. Most of your wives overlooked your quirks and your nerdiness and your lack of ability to handle your millimeter, Peter. They also overlooked the fact that you cheated on them. And now they got you by the ball. So now what they're going to do is passively, aggra- they're going to throw that, they're going to be doing all kinds of wild shit. Wild shit, girls' nights out tempting and if they get alcohol in them it's a wrap if they got girls they go to girls nights out with all of their cougar friends it's gonna be nasty it's gonna be nasty 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 but a lot of them do a lot of pillow talking a lot of them know where the bodies are buried a lot of them know you embezzle money from your company to afford their lifestyle a lot of them know that y'all up the credit up to your eyeballs and you got no wiggle room a lot of y'all Yep, a lot of y'all got a prenup that she'll have tossed out. Mm. A lot of y'all been watching Prawn together. A lot of them know you like to take it up the Duke shoe and she puts the strap on. Mm. <laughs> a lot of them know you can't afford the financial hit. A lot of them know everything about your finances and they know you be ruined. A lot of them know you ain't gonna do shit. And they play a dangerous game of flirtation. All right. Yep. A lot of y'all, y'all didn't tie them up. A lot of them, you didn't wore a gas mask and got choked out while she was wearing high heels and had a whip. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. So a lot of them got leverage over their husbands. And so they, <laughs> and so they treat them like hell. A lot of them then saw you cheat on her for 20 years with the secretary. A lot of them, uh, a lot of them, y'all invited a ninja over, uh, a bull over, and had an open relationship and let that bull bang the hell out of your wife and she got videos and you lapped up the. never mind. Mm. <laughs> and you watched and you tried to let the ninja, never mind, this is a family show. So by the time they come out, yep, he was a cuckold. By the time they come out, they like, man, you can't say Nathan to me. You can't say Nathan to a woman like me. They just going out there and do what the hell they want. And he be like, honey, uh, you better not let a man touch on you. And she come out there with her titties pushed up, her implants pushed up. She go out there, she like, I'm about to do whatever the hell I want. Mm. <laughs> And they go out there and uh, they, turn up, they turn up in Las Vegas. They turn up. They come out with their big-ass wedding rings. It don't mean anything. All right, let me stop. I was going to say something else other than that, but you're right, man. You're right, man. It's wild out there. They come out with them, beef cur- them roast beef curtains, and they be out there flapping them out there at the damn club, trying to find them a young bull, a young buck, a young chad. Hey, man, that stop giving them a receipt. Shout out to, <laughs> hey, I, I can't pronounce your name again, but you told me how to pronounce it. Adonai, Adonai. Shout out to you. You retracted your message. Let me see if you put something else. Angel says, you are right, coach. I've seen it firsthand. Karen got Daryl and Ellis on lockdown. And he says, like, Keisha got Pookie and Ray Ray on lockdown. On lock. That's the only man they can control. All right, Tanisha, Keisha, Talisha, Talisha, they can lock down a Pookie real quick. If you act up, I'll call the warden, your yo CO, your PO. I'll call the cops. I'll call child support. I'll call. Got them locked. That did to start acting right real quick. i call your parole officer. Yeah. Shout out to CJ says, can you please explain soul ties and how toxic traits leave a lasting impression and affects how you make future decisions both for men and women. Yes, I'll talk about that in the next one because that's going to be important. That's going to be important part. And a lot of us have dealt with toxic people and it has changed how we look at relationships. For sure. Absolutely. It is us. Shout out to Snap Tech Fix. Coach Dropping Hard Truths. Pause. Blue Chips out here. Appreciate you, brother. And he says, hitting like, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> All right, that's a, that's a fighter. Oh, the one that knocked down uh, the heavyweight champion. No government name. BH Coach is the only YouTube and the only YouTuber warning men about witchcraft. It's a big deal. Indeed. Shout out to uh, Mo Mark. Marie says, uh, make men great again one mitch at a time. Indeed, indeed. And we used to have a code for men, but we're out of code now. We're all off code. And the reason why we're all off code is because we're competing unhealthily for the availability of women, right? And I believe our competition for women is very unhealthy. And we have all of these tactics and strategies, and this is all creating unhealthy male competition. There used to be healthy competition where we stayed on code and the women had to adjust. Now the game is flip-flop. And now what we do is <clears throat> what we do is when a man loses a woman, when a man uh you know his his wife stops act starts acting up, when a man fails in his marriage, when a man can't get a girl, when a man what we do is we belittle the man. We belittle him. He loses his wife. You wasn't hitting it right. His wife thinking of tipping out. The ninja will go bang the man's wife. Knowing that she bought the tip. And so we criticize the male. Instead of going, you know what? Let's all get together and make sure she ain't going to do this shit. Because we can't have this witch out here doing shit like this. Can't do it. Can't have her out here acting up. Let's go get her straight. And then we would converge like Voltron the way women do on us, stay on code, we stay on code, and we make sure she in line for him. But we don't do that. we don't do that no more the minute when the minute a man down, ninja right behind her lapping up her ass All <laughs> right, that's what we do in the day, And so we got these strategies and tactics and. My strategy's better than yours, and my strategy's better than yours, and my strategy is this, my strategy is that. That's off code. Now you off code. Now we're all on a different code. <laughs> and that's called unhealthy male competition. Healthier male competition is stay on code. And, and by the way, other societies had this code into which, into which, let me just explain. If a simp stood up and says the simp shit that simp say, because they're off code too, their strategy is they're like swiper from, um, what is that woman's name? Backpack, backpack, backpack. What's that girl's name? Swiper, no swiping ass. Okay, so simps are like swiper. They're unhealthy too. What they do is, Dora the Explorer. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. (laughs) I can't never. Me with names, man, is bad. I need to work on it. But simps are like Swiper. All right, here come Dora. Here come their little brother, Carlos, or whatever the hell. (laughs) And then then simps will come in like Swiper with the mask. Let's pull him up. Let's pull him up just so you can get a visual here. So you can get a visual. Let's get Swiper up here. Swiper, no swiping. All right, we got to tell these simp-ass ninjas to stop swiping, okay? Because simp ninjas be swiping, okay? There they are. Diego and Dora. All right, so simps are like swiping, swiper. What swiper does is everybody knows swiper's going to come. Oh, no, they're swiper. And just like when we say something, we're staying on code, we're trying to get on code with the bros, here comes swiper's ass. And we see him in the comment section. Oh, swiper, no swiping. Swiper, no swiping. Every time you see a simp comment, just say swiper, no swiping. All right? Because what they're trying to do is swipe your bitch and make him her believe that he's different. <laughs> oh, I'm different. I'm not like these other men. This is unhealthy male competition because what they do is they go off code and then they, instead of dealing with the man, they'll go, well, ladies, I ain't like these other ninjas out here, right? Mm. And we already know they're just like them. So, game ninjas, swiper. Well, ninja, you ain't hitting it right. Swiper, no swiping. All right, come on, ninja. This ain't the answer. You know it ain't the answer. And what you're trying to do is you're going to think with your prick. Well, I got better stroke game. Shut your bitch ass up, swiper. It ain't have nothing to do with that. You know that. But you're trying to throw this up here like this is the most important thing. Ninja, everybody got a little bit of stroke game. Stop the bullshit. Okay, so here. So this is what we're seeing. The guy simp will pop up. The game tactic guy will pop up and say, well, I got her, I got it. I got it. <laughs> in the past, in some civilizations, the minute this guy would have spoke, I would almost guarantee he would probably lose an appendage, a limb, and or an organ. Just opening his mouth. Now, I'm I'm not suggesting that we do this. Okay? I'm not suggesting that we do this. But in a time-honored code religion, ladies will be like, women were impressed. No, 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 no. Men were staying on code. And the minute some ninja would come up with this bullshit, I can almost guarantee you, as soon as he part his lips, he would lose an appendage. At least, mm. if not, have a whole bloodletting ceremony on that ninja. It would be over as soon as he would have. Well, I but dude, ninja would have been a whole clip. <laughs> All right, soon as he would have. Well, ladies, what I think is who. Now I got to cut you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Ninja would have just looked at him. All the men would have turned their head like. Now. Got to cut you. Oh, what? Oh, you talking? Alright. Wait, wait. Tell me what you said again, Ninja. What you say? All right, let me see. Let me deal with you. Let me see what that carotid artery looking like real quick. Mm. Just just opening his mouth. But Simps got the power of the keyboard right now. They got the power of the keyboard. They got the power of the technology. It's it's revenge of the nerds. All right, so they can hide all the way behind a keyboard in a house in Cleveland, Ohio, talking ass simp shit. All right, back here like this. Mm. <laughs> all right, anyway, they break in the they, they're not staying on code. And then they give what? Women false hope. And unfortunately, the women say, well, these guys don't think like that. These are the guys right here. And so all dumb women, young women, they're dumb. They don't get it. They're like, oh, you guys don't know what you're talking about. These guys know, and then they'll go look for you. And then Swiper standing over there, and all he's gonna do is do the exact same thing the previous guy did. That's it. Mm. All right, it's crazy. All right, uh, let me see here. Shout out to Kalen. I think I think I got the rest of these over here. All right, something's going on with Venmo. Venmo's bugging. Okay. Kalen says, for husbands to have any advantage over their wives, they need to stay in shape. He says, if men were in shape when they got married, they need to continue this trend. Women are attracted to men that are fit, and wives know that they have to keep up. Do you agree? Yep. Men, uh, swipe ass and just men, one of the worst mistakes you can make when you marry is to get out of shape. Yep, you get out of shape, you're about to lose leverage. But if you stay in shape, they're going to be like... (laughs) Like it's not gonna keep them in line. It's not gonna make them have more better sex. But they gotta go pull your card as fast. But when you get out of shape and you look like you got a spare tire around your waist, you ain't got no chance in many cases, unless you're very masculine. Now when it, it, now if she gets out of shape and you get in shape, man, there ain't nothing much. Doesn't mean she won't cheat on you. What we're saying is, you're gonna get into a position of what you will have. You will say leverage. All right, you just have the leverage position, and you're like, ah, uh, you're an abundance. You're like, okay, bitch, take your fat ass out of here. You got to stay on point with your fitness. And insecure women, they'll, they'll, they'll feel it. Loud pockets, if they took wood shop, carpentry, auto shop, and music out of school and replaced it with the reading rainbow, I'd be depressed too. He says, cook them, Coachy, and facts, and facts. They also minimized physical education. And so then they wonder why these boys acting like they acting. And they running around here like Peter Pan with them tight ass pants on. I would be depressed too if I got a, a walk around with my nuts being squeezed in a headlock by jeans. But it is what it is. You guys got to figure it out. You guys don't know where the source is. I'm here to tell you where the source is. And and uh, you don't need no professionals to tell you where the source is. I'm telling you what's up. <laughs> I'll be out here. Depressed, too, if I had all these broads in my school with way more popularity than I had. But, man, put wood shop, auto shop. Let's, let's stop trying to get these people to be um, uh, masters of, of the academia. Masters of the academia. You need some people to be able to move, work with their hands, give them a purpose, change a tire, change a oil. Well, I know these comp- cars don't have that. Crafting, wood, uh, art, art, exercise. These are all the things that young boys need, and they need the outlet. Going from class to class to class, sitting behind a desk ain't it. That ain't it, and that's designed for females, by the way. It's not designed for males at all. Shout out to no government name. Kostradamus Strikes Again found out that the baby mama terrorist got laid off for of her job. Only 15 months after moving in with her boyfriend. You're right, brother. No cohabitation. What did I do? This ain't the time. Hey, ladies, I'm going to tell y'all right now. I'm here to tell you. This ain't the time to buck. If you were thinking of leaving your husband, well, you could go ahead. Daughters, this is not the time to rebel against your fathers. This ain't it. It's time to obey. It's time to get in line. I know y'all don't want to hear this shit. Ladies, if you're married and you got married 20 years ago and you're like, I know there's a guy out there, a gentleman. I know that there's a guy that would treat me right. Do not bring your ass out here right now. Mm. Stay where you lay. Stay right now. Go give, go suck your husband off. This ain't it. This ain't the time to buck. You're going to be out here in a bind. Hey. I'm it's not time to buy. Ninja, just lay low, lay low as a mouse. But you can't talk to them. I'm going to go get out here. A better deal. There's guys out here that will treat me right. There's a guy at work that said right now, he'll marry me up tomorrow. If you will just leave your husband, I'll have him. Ninja, <laughs> do not bring your ass out here. This ain't the time for that bullshit. They ain't nothing but us sharks out here. I'm a slave fillet your ass real quick. I'm a have your, I'm sweat out your hair weave. I'm to clap them cheeks, skeet on your chest and skedaddle. That's going to be the end of it. And not only am I going to do that, every other man you're dealing with is going to do that too. We in a recession out here. It's a depression out here. Nobody's saving bitches today. Uh-uh. No. Keep your ass in there with your husband and give him some love. All right, <laughs> hey, please, don't come out here with that bullshit. Hey, daughters, respect your fathers to this right now. Because we the only ones about to save y'all from the bullshit. Or you going to be out here doing this.
6: When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it.
0: It's bad out here, y'all. It's bad. It's bad out here, man. <laughs> right? All right, let me stop. Uh, okay, I got to get these, and then we're going to go into it. Free Kekistan says, did you say, Did he say witchcraft works on everything but poverty and obesity? If so, LOL, he did. The Trevor Nader with a co-sponsorship. He says, coach, I miss when you used to rag on Columbus, Ohio, LOL, just dropping tuition. I know, man, that was back in the dizzy. Thank you, brother. MC Hamster, Doris, 23 years old. Old this year, he says, out uh, He says out of junior college and going to Paris. All right, shout out to her, yeah. Yeah, shout out to her. Yep, stay with your man. Now, you need to work out a deal. All right, anyway, let's get to the main event here. I know, it's long. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? And don't ever say I don't help the ladies. I'm helping y'all out. Do not bring y'all asses out here this winter uh avoid this toxic trait. Let's get to these young brothers out here. Let's listen to the young brothers. I always try to listen to the young brothers. All right? Cuz I want to know what's going on here. I once ran into a music executive one day at a mailbox he lived in. We lived in Thousand Oaks, Westlake Village at the time, and he says he had a record label. And then he asked me about music. He was an well, I can't say this. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. He was Jewish. He was an old Jewish man, and he was excited about hip-hop at the time. Well, he told me, he said, "What, what type of music do you listen to? And I said, I typically listen to what's on my, you know, iPod or whatever else that I use. And he was like, oh, you don't listen to the radio? I said, no. He was like, listen to the radio. You will always stay up on the current trend. And so he was a guy that's excited about the music. So he said, this is how I stay current. And it's somewhat true. As we get older, we get comfortable in our old ways our old style of music. We never try to progress. And then what will happen is we'll hear something new and we're like, oh, that's trash. So older men, as you age, you need to listen to younger men. Now, you don't have to listen to their advice, but you should listen to what they're saying because they might even say something profound about the current trend today. And these young brothers might have said something here. Check and look at this. Does high body count matter? Interesting. Let's hear what these young brothers have to say.
1: Does a high body
4: count matter?
0: Because they don't want the body count to go up.
4: And not even just the body count, also like the love count. Like, I don't want to keep falling in love with people. I think a love count is more important than the body count. Like, True. I want to know how many people you've been in love with. That's you a- fuck 20 dudes, it's even worse if you love 20 dudes. You <laughs> loved 20 niggas? That is so crazy to me. What is your heart count? <laughs> well, I don't care about your pussy. What's the heart at? How stressed all out is that heart?
0: Loose ass heart. <laughs> Does a high body now? This might seem innocent, but this is important. That is an important one, and it brings me to the toxic trait that I always warn you about. Watch this, and this will make sense. Yep, Akira got it. This is gonna make sense of something I told you to avoid because all too often. We take a small percentage of women that are fornicators, whores, skeezers, sluts, sugar babies, or whatever we want to call them, and we want to say, well, these are the bad ones that have high body count. Now, a lot of women's body counts are rising, so it's hard to figure out who they are, but it's easy to identify. It's easy to identify, and it's easy to, as we say, compartmentalize women and say, Oh, okay, those are the hoes. Okay, you're the good ones. You love, you're the good ones. However, he hits the point home. The fact that a woman's always loving a next guy is way more dangerous or just as dangerous as the woman with the high body count, a.k.a. the good girls. Because he said, forget about the hoes. We know that. The hoes are the hoes. They're easily identified. They ran through or whatever it is. But the woman that says, I'm just looking for something to want to love, and then you find out she didn't love 20 niggas before you mm. and went in, went out. Went, well, I always tell you, they're always in a relationship. They never take a break. They always fall hard in love and then come down crashing. I call them the hopeless romantics. So the hoes are the hoes, but what we're discounting is the serial romantic. And let me show you the evidence to this. I warned you about this all the time. The people who you need to watch out for that are unsuspecting are the hopeless romantics. Why? We see romance as good. We see love as good. We see, a oh, she loves, she loves hard, I love hard. We see this as a positive. Okay, you the good girls, you don't get ran through. But women who love hard also have a high body count. Women are constantly serially dating, serial daters, high body count. People who love and can't take a break from relationships, bad. They're always in love, breaking up, dropping out, depressed, They're always going through this cycle. Boom, 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 boom. Now, you might see her as not a whore. She might even say, I was with five guys and I was always in a relationship with all of them. But you also see them, boom, flop down hard and it's never their fault. It's always the other guy's fault. I love brothers. Mm. This is the code breaker. And a lot of guys missed it. But he hit the nail on the head. Women who seriously, serial in relation, dude, you're going to find. And they got bodies too. They got bodies in between their relationship. But women that say, no, I'm not like that. I always have sex within relationships. But they have five relationships, 10, 15, two divorces, three marriage. Mm. Those are the ones that are dangerous because they have an unhealthy Opinion about romance and love that you're not going to ever meet. You're never going to meet this expectation. This is a toxic trait. I want to warn you to very much look out for these people. They're going to top trauma dump on you. They're going to quickly bond with you. They're going to attach to you. They're going to be close to you. They're going to be right by your side and you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to be like, damn, she really into me. I'm just into you. I'm on you. Blah blah. Then you're going to think you did something good, but you didn't. She did that multiple men. In and out, every man. She did the same thing. And you'll find it out. I'm going to tell you the story. Yep, every three, every a new guy every two months. And then what happens? Right away, pictures. They went on a trip. He's my guy. He's the one announcing this guy. And then he goes away. They got a delete. All their pictures. Couple months go by. She takes the picture. Oh, I'm by myself. I want my own journey. And then the next couple months, you're going to see another ninja. Here we go. Introducing. And then blah, 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 blah. Oh, she and another one. She found another one. And then she constantly chasing something that she cannot get fixed. Yep, the I love hard. These are psychopaths. These are toxic people. And. You're. It's gonna. It's gonna look innocent. It's gonna look like, you know. I just love and I, I. love love and we're love and you're in love. Don't you care for me? I care for you. This bitch don't even know you for two months, and she already boom. But you won't see it as toxic. Check this out. He hit the head, he hit the nail. How do count matters. He hit the nail on the head. Hold on for a sec
4: not even just the body count also like the love count like I don't want to keep falling in love
5: with
0: people I think a love count is more important than the body count see a lot of guys gonna miss that but that's what I preach that's why I tell you a lot of people think that what I'm teaching you you know because because I come up with these things I come up with these things and you guys think that you're gonna just find the evil person like I'm gonna say something and I'm describing some serial killer woman and she's going to be out there She going to get you. She an apex predator and you're on the lookout. And you think all of a sudden the woman going to pop up like this. You think she's just going to pop up and you just going to see the signs. Oh, my red pill shield is on. And there she is. CGA warned me about you. All right. There he is, all right? There it is, the manipulation tactics, all right? <laughs> oh, there it is, all right? The divorce is planned before the wedding. Oh, you figured me out. <laughs> you think she just going to pop out and then all of a sudden turn around like Medusa, and then all of a sudden you going to see it. Aha! CGA was right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right? It don't work that way. It don't work that way. When I describe something, you're going to get hit over the head with it unsuspected. It's not going to be, you're not going to expect it. You're going to be like, oh, damn. It's going to be from the one that portrays herself as the good girl. No, I don't be out there. I don't go party. If I go to a nightclub, my man is always with me. I never go to girls' nights out without my man. I don't believe in tattoos. I'm not a whore. I'm a good girl. I'm one of the good ones. I grew up in church. I pray every day. I'm looking for a. It's her. It's her. (laughs) Right? It's her. You're going to hear this and go, that's my girl. She don't go to girls' nights out. You're my girl. Hold on. I never cheat. I've never cheated on the relationship. You're going to hear all this, and you're going to be like, I'm sold. But these are people that are addicted to love. They 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 only can use love as leverage. And they said, if somebody can just love me like I love the men in my life, then I can have the man that I want. But here's the problem. She's loved like 20 motherfuckers. Because she been in love with everybody that has showed her an ounce of attention. Mm. In and out. Let me show you this toxic. It's a toxic trait that you got to be on guard. And I call it the hopeless romantic. Yep, she then fell in and out of love 20 times. Being a hopeless romantic is toxic. The woman that talks about love all the time, Ninja you better run, ah. run, run, run. This is a trap. You are not the first ninja she fell in love with. You are not. You're going to. She's going to treat you like it. But nope. she she didn't fell. Alo- and I'm going to tell you the story here. I meant to tell you the story. It's like the scene in Get Out. Where. He goes up in that door, and he finds the photos. Let me see if I can pull up the, the let me see here. Uh, get out movie photos. Get out movie. Hold on for a second. Anybody didn't see get out, I'm going to have to show you the, the scene here. Let me see here. This
5: happened to me. Photos in closet. i might have to put that.
0: All right, yeah, this is, uh, they kind of don't have a lot of photos here, a picture here. All right, but this is kind of what happens here. All right, here it is right here. So he goes in the closet. Anybody, and everybody ever seen Get Out? All right, he goes in the closet, and he finds the, all the pictures of all of her past boyfriends, right? And all of the past people that they, you know, basically did, took advantage of. But at first, she says, you're the only black guy I've ever been with. That's what he knew at the moment. Then he finds this. He goes in the closet and he finds pictures with a whole but with her, with a whole bunch of black men and women. And then he went, oh, shit. <laughs> he fell back. And he was like, wait a minute. And then the, then the reality hit him. He got manipulated. Now, watch this. You're going to find the same thing with the hopeless romantic. You're going to find the same thing with her you're gonna show up you're gonna be 26 27 28 for you young bucks if you're older you should know this already but you're gonna get stoop you're gonna get stupefied by a woman in her mid to late 30s and 40s you're an idiot if you believe anything about her past romantic relationships she's been a dumpster fire all right but young men what's gonna happen is You'll get with the woman she says, I love, oh, our love is like no other, oh, oh. And I never have felt, I never felt love like this. And then what you're gonna do, at some particular point, you're gonna find her old yearbook. You're gonna find an old photo album for you, young men. You're gonna get on her social media. You might find her MySpace. She might have created a blog, a blog back in the day. And you're gonna see this. You're going to see the last ninja, the last 10 ninjas, the last five relationships. You're going to see all the pictures. You're going to see her old Instagram account that she forgot to delete. You're going to see her past five boyfriends, her past 20 soulmates. Mm And no, will she be a hoe? She not going to be dressed like a hoe. She going to be standing next to him. Yep, her old fine, her old MySpace. And she going to be sitting there, and they going to be in love. They going to be having dinners. They going to be kissing. They going to be on a carousel. (laughs) You going to find them tag pictures. You going to find, wait a minute, who is this goofy-ass ninja? And you going to be goofy number 22. Mm. (laughs) Peace Leave Cemetery. You're gonna find the past 20 ninjas she fell in love with and was in and out. And you're gonna be like, "What? Some of them gonna look exactly like you. you some of them gonna look exactly like you. You're gonna find a, a little little photo book under her bed. You're gonna go through them, picture, 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 all her past relationships. You're gonna be like, "Wow!" <laughs> you feel like, and they was lovey dovey she, she got a um, what do they call it clip art book not clip art where they cut out and you put it in the book people don't do it too much anymore and you're going to find her little book where she used to go and they used to clip out little things and paste them up there and have hearts and loves and all of that shit you're going to see all of these books at the books five ninjas <laughs> What do they call that shit? Collection? I can't remember what they call it. You know, no, not a collage. It's a collage, but it's a scrapbook. You're going to find her scrapbook. You're going to find her goddamn scrapbook. And you're going to go to that scrapbook. She's going to have pictures with the uh, scissors cut out with the little ribbons. She's going to have ribbons and shit tied around. All that shit. You're going to be like, God damn. I'm telling you guys. The hopeless romantic is the, the toxic one that people don't talk about. I've been warning you of this because they always lead with love. It's always about the love, and we can go and we can do the distance and we can go on forever and ever. Being a hopeless romantic makes me prone to toxic relationships. Even if you, as a man, we call you sucker for love ninjas. You're gonna, because you're a hopeless romantic, you're never going to see the bad. You're only going to see the ideal relationship, and you're going to have toxic relationships. You're going to get used and abused out here. Okay, here's another one. Five, to- five signs you are a hopeless romantic and how to stop being one. If, you, if you're if you daydream a lot and fall in love easily, you may be a hopeless romantic. And what's the sin, uh, symbolism of a hopeless romantic? Right? Like, you... It, You have no hope, right? You have no hope. It's toxic behavior at best. What does it mean? There are two sides to being a hopeless romantic. They often, they are often wanted, but also criticized. A hopeless romantic is the one who is head over heels in love. Nobody loves as they do. Being a hopeless romantic, you will always find joy and contentment in the little things in your relationship. You will be so romanticizing good over bad most of the time, imagining scenarios, surprises and so much more in your head. Almost all negative past experience, experiences in seemingly unhealthy present, a hopeless romantic embraces love even when it is a red flag pointing straight at them waving hello. They get emotionally invested, feel like they have found their soulmate and get attached from the very beginning without analyzing what lies ahead of them i just guys you guys just think it's me guys this stuff is spelled out these people are savagely toxic if you're a man and you are a hopeless romantic you're toxic you're going to end up in toxic relationships what you'll do is you'll not ask the hard questions you'll prevent it i don't want to know and then you find out damn I often find it interesting when a woman doesn't investigate me and she says, you know, I got a connection. It's the chemistry. I like you. She barely knows your first and last name. She don't know shit about you. She likes what I represent. She likes how I make her feel. She don't like me. She don't love me. She's looking for something or she's manipulating the scenario to make me believe that there's something more than there is to use, right? So this is a toxic trait. Any woman that says that they're in love with me and they got a feeling about me and they don't really investigate and take the time to slow down and give me your facts and where are you from? And Ninja, let me look you up on the internet. Give me your birth certificate. Like these people are toxic as fuck. And you wonder why they keep running into trouble. Then all of a sudden, I didn't know about him. And I discovered that he was this. (laughs) And you're like, Damn, you you're the goofy here. You're the one that fell head over heels with less information. So this is why a range of relationships have been always the most successful, even though there are some pros and cons. But then you're going to find out the hard way. You need to ask the hard questions. So this actually, I'm glad he brought this up. He hit the nail on the head. These people actually confirm a lot of the things that I try to tell you, but you need to hear it differently. I always tell you, hoes and skeezers are just part of your problem. What you're saying is you're compartmentalizing bad women from good women. And I tell you, they're all on the spectrum, son. Sir, the longer you live, a woman has been through the cycle of all of the things you love and hate about women. They don't just sit there in one spot and then wait for the good guy to follow them. They go through a They go through their toxic period, their immaturity, their whole phase, their committed phase, their cheating phase, the selling pussy phase, the in a bind, the depressed, the happy, the in love, the sad, the broken up, the down bad, the stalker, the serial killer. Mm. You got to understand there's no such thing as good and bad women. The only good women that exist are the ones that haven't been caught. You must always do your due diligence. When it comes to them. And just saying that you're not going to deal with a, with a with a high body count. Most of the time. YouTube doesn't want to hear this. New, 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 new world order. YouTube doesn't even want to hear this. <laughs> Alright. The most honest. Yeah, look. YouTube. YouTube doesn't even want you to hear this. New,
2: new, 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 new world order.
0: Yeah, they don't even want you to hear it. But anyway, that means it's time to wrap it up. Because they like, oh, he's spitting too much truth. And as you see, every time they do that, the numbers go up. How is that possible? Like the numbers were down to like, what, 1,700, 1,500. Now all of a sudden they always add, they always add more people. They are really messing with my numbers, man. Right, They really messing with my numbers. All of a sudden when I come back after they stop messing with my views and and throttling me, the numbers go up. How is that possible? Mm. But let me just tell you one more time. I'm going to tell you one more time. Some of the most honest women out here are the ones that you most likely are want to associate with. It's hard for you to believe. Ladies, same thing. Same thing, ladies. You guys think that there's some guy that's going to swoop down and save the day? But the honest guys are the ones. The guys that are not exciting, kind of not lame, but kind of just mysterious. They ain't lying. They're direct. They tell you what it is from the jump. They tell you, you got to put in your time. These are the ones you need to Stand by. Gentlemen, I'm not telling you to stand by 304s, but 304s are kind of the ones that are being the most honest and upfront. Women that work as prostitutes, they're going to be the most honest women you will ever meet. And this is not a lie. And I'm not saying you need to go by them or, or be with them. I'm telling you, those are the least manipulative women. The most manipulative women out here are the hopeless romantics, the love the love-starved, those are the ones that are the most manipulative. They're selling you a dream. They're lying to you. Those are the most toxic out here. They're super-duper toxic. They don't know nothing but toxic. And then you will see the evidence right in front of you, and you they will make you believe that they love you for you. You guys got to watch out out here. Anyway. Shout out to Brown through. I know. Sorry. Angel says it's not even high body count causing women's unfaithfulness using all the oxy- t- uh, oxytocin and dopamine for parabonding. It's also fetus deletion, STI trains. And the worst one is they made amateur prawn on another dude's phones. Facts. Mm. Facts. Have you ever seen that? I mean, I've been around women. Hey, record me doing this sloppy on you. Man, it's a cold, cold world, man. <laughs> it's a cold world when you know that, and then she often went married somebody else. Don't, it's, it's a variety. Women go through a phase. I know guys think these are the good ones, these are the bad ones, and that's going to be it. But no, you got them. I, dude, you got women that have STIs. You wouldn't even believe it. You'd be like, her? She got herpes? How? I was with a woman. She told me, I have something to talk to you about right before I was about to beat the guts off her, beat her guts up. And then she was like, well, I was with a guy. He wasn't honest. and I caught the herb dirt. And the child was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but but you know what? She was a hopeless romantic. She led with hopeless romantic. I swear to God, I was floored. She led with hopeless romantic. I was floored. I was like, wow. I was like, man. So what, what eventually happened was then I saw what it was because then I said, you know what? She was manipulating. She was trying to get me to fall for the love thing and the love bonding. She was trying to get me to be, Oh yeah. (laughs) And then soon as I'm about to beat it up, I just got to tell you something. And I was like, you like you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have never guessed. You wouldn't have never guessed. Like she didn't, she didn't look like a strag. She didn't look like just some women that's been out in the street. It was just, I was like, God damn, bruh!" I was like, man, boy, it's cold out here. And so where did it come from? She had kind of a 304 phase, a party. She had already been married, divorced, and already, then all of a sudden. So women don't just stay in one place. They go through a phase of terminations of pregnancy, love, loving 10 ninjas, pookie. Um, and we say this not as a judgment. We say this to protect yourself. All right? Unfaithfulness, cheating, settling down, married, divorce. They all got a bunch of phases. Shout out to Brown 310. She fell in love with a new Vato every month. Every month. She fall in love with a new Vato every month. Every month. Every week. Every, every 30 days. Every two dates on Tinder. So you guys got to watch out and protect yourself. My numbers are jumping all over the place. I see 2,000, then I've seen 1,500. Now I've seen another 300. This is crazy. YouTube uh, is tripping. All right. Um, Lewis Sullivan, I found my ex-wife's old journal where she detailed her sexual exploits while we were dating, plus pages dragging me through the mud during our marriage. He says, I can't believe you even... Mention this. I'm telling you, yep, lesbianism. I mean, dude, you would be shocked and floored at the amount of stuff that a woman could do and perceive to be good. So there it is, right there. And I always tell you, never look at your phone, your kid's phone, or your wife's phone, or in her journal if you don't want to know. If you don't want to know, if you don't want to know how bad her life has been, if you don't want to know the debauchery, if you don't wanna know want to know how she really feels about you. Don't go through her phones or her diary. Don't. If you want to know, go through her phone and diary. It's bad, though. It's bad. My man said all of her sexual exploits. He said plus pages dragging me. Don't go through your kid's phone either. Right? Mm. You guys like my kids love me. All right. (laughs) I'm sure they love you. And this happened to me when I was a kid. I actually had a stepmother. I was roasting her ass. And she found all my writings. <laughs> she, she ain't never been the same with me, boy. But, but she found out how I really felt about her. She did find out. But it'll hurt your feelings. Your kids gonna let you know. Your kids gonna let you know how they feel about you by what they type in their phone to their friends. They done told their friends some crazy shit about you, fam. Your wife has told her relatives some wild shit about you, fam. Wild. Who believes I'm lying? Your girlfriend and your fiance, you're going to find out she's been trying to trap your ass for a minute. <laughs> All right, it's wild. You're going to find out she done did some shit on a trip. It's going to be, ooh, you're going to be, uh. Yep. And the reason, and guys said, in, in this, because a lot of guys think a woman doesn't show you her phone because she's cheating. A lot of, a lot, a lot of men, a lot of men, think a woman won't show you her phone because she's cheating. That's not true. That's not true. They won't. Show, that's not necessarily true. She don't show you her phone because she talked shit about you. That's why. <laughs> That's why. That's one of the biggest reasons why she don't wanted you to see that phone. She talked cash shit about you. She dragging your ass. So she don't wanted you to see that. Trust me. Everything a woman has thought is in that phone. Everything a woman has thought is in that phone. What she thinks about you is in that phone, motherfucker. <laughs> and it could be both, but I'm telling you, what she is, th- she don't leave it up here. That shit is in the phone or in a diary. But she might not be cheating on you, but she might be just trashing your ass on a daily basis with her bestie, your, your daughter, your own child, Listen up, your own child, her mama, her notes, I knew a woman that had tech, she kept notes of all of her conversations with any men she was talking to, and then she messed around and said something about something she had in her notes, and I said, I don't know what you're talking about, and she said, sure. She says, I keep it all in my notes. And I was like, what? I was like, you are bugging. You know what happened? You know what happened? This woman texted the wrong Greg. She thought she was talking to the other Greg. She was like, oops, that's the other Greg. Mm. So she was talking to me. She went in her phone to text me. She was having a conversation with the other Greg and then she was talking about what she had in her notes. Then I was tripping and she was like why why are you acting funny? And then I was like what are you and she was like oh that's the that's the other Greg. Mm. I was like the fu-, you know we wasn't anything so I was just was like whatever. All right, whatever. All right, come over when you want to hit. All right, that's basically what I was what I said to her cuz I really wasn't attached to her. But she was keeping notes on both of us and all the other men. She was talking to second leg Greg. Yeah, she was talking to the white Greg. <laughs> right? Shout out to Max Vitality in the business in the building. Max Vitality. Yeah, but uh guys that's what we want to show you guys out here. I, when I talk about these scenarios, it's not about evil, good, and bad. All right, shout out to Walk the Plank. CGA, don't forget, women have saved images and videos that, is, that are hidden in their phone that husbands and boyfriends don't know about. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. They got them in their phone. They got them giving sloppy to her past boyfriend. They got her giving sloppy to a sugar daddy. They got her getting sloppy from, they got them in their phone. It's in there, guys. It's in there. That's why they go crazy when they get that, you get that phone. All right. They like, I got to get that phone. Venmo is down. So I don't know what's going on there. I'm being attacked by all sides today. So if you sent the Venmo, I can't even log in. All right. So apologies for that. MS81 says, my ex tried to show me nudes. But it was the year before we weren't talking, when we weren't talking, I asked her uh, that these pics weren't for me. She started crying. Guys, that's another one. That's another one. They send you photos. I I had a girlfriend that I was dating that did that. Now, this woman sent me a photo, and she said, just waking up. And I think she sent me the photo like I kind of was suspicious about this woman cheating on me. So I was a little bit worried about her communication and her disappearing act. So she did one of these. I'll text you in the morning or I call. And it was like later on in that day. It was like noon or one. And then she sent me a picture, a snapshot. The snapshot was a picture of her in the mirror, kind of with her hair tossed like she just woke up, just waking up. Now, for some reason that my iPhone saved pictures chronologically. I don't know what happens. I don't know if they still do this. Cause I don't do. But the iPhone saved pictures chronologically. When I saved the photo, because I saved the photo. When I saved the photo, it saved it few days prior. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was like, either her metadata's fucked up or something's messed up. So then I'm looking at the picture. And it was like October 13th, but it was like October 17th. And I was like, and I was like, oh, hell (laughs) no. And yep, God's playing. And I was like, bruh, I was like, this fuck, when did you take this picture? When did you take this picture? What do you mean? (laughs) I was <laughs> like, oh man. They sent the old picture. So that describes the scenario they're talking about. Women will send you nudes and nude videos that they done sent to five other previous ex boyfriends. All right. And then it's not they just was like, let me send them this. They ain't there. I'm I'm thinking about you. I'm touching myself. This is a video of me uh touching myself. It's an old video. It's crazy. Mm. So you guys got to watch out for stuff like this because these are the things you miss out on. And <laughs> reusing old news. Yep. And they sent the same thing to two, three other ninjas. Trust me. it ain't You ain't no different. Most of when, And this is more likely than not. Anyway, you guys got to understand that this is what it is. I don't put nothing past these chicas, man. They be doing wild-ish out here. I think I got... Um, everything. And there's metadata on all videos and, and stuff like this. So watch out for these tricks. All right, shout out to you guys. Anyway, thank you. Hit the like button on the way out. I want to make sure I got everybody. That's what I'm slowing down for. I got everybody's chat. Oh, walk the plank. Did I get you? Yeah, he says, Um, oh, video's hidden in their phone. Indeed. Shout out to the Coach Gang. We out. I'll be back tonight. Peace.